Geek Shock. Geek Shock. He did it to throw Jeff off. <laughs> confusing. Carson, uh, I, I know. know what you're trying to do. The amazing, the amazing uh, um, Carson. Carson. Uh, Carson. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> the Carson Hall Show. It wasn't Carson. <laughs> what did he call himself? Yeah, he called himself. Uh, oh God, I can't remember. I know. Karnak. Karnak. Karnak the Magnificent. The Magnificent. Karnak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome, folks. This is Geek Shock number one ninety eight. I am Master Torgo. Mm-hmm. Karnak. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> yes. Should we do this again? Commander yeah. K. Karnak. Just Michael. Captain Lunak. <laughs> uh, we're here to talk week and geek on this Comic Con week. Come on, week. Blah blah blah. Comic Con. But blah, blah, blah. before blah. we got into what they did, geeky, what'd you do, geeky, Jill? I was telling Paul earlier, uh, because of last week's uh, tirade, uh, I chose to watch Atlantic Rim. That is, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, But I'll say this for Atlantic Rim. It's a terrible movie. But I'll say this for Atlantic Rim. It does do some of the things that Paul had wished Pacific Rim had done. Uh, in some of the things like they're training and then all of a sudden it's an attack and they don't really have time to train, just go in and deal with it. You know, it's only a 90-minute movie. It's not even. It's like 85 minutes. So Probably you're kind of grateful it's over. Sure. You don't, you're not sitting there like, good Lord, it's still gone. But it's it did. And I, the, the only problem I would the biggest problem with that movie, Atlantic Rim, there's a lot of problems with sure. it. Sure. It's a terrible <laughs> script. It's in the Atlantic. It's in the Atlantic. First Let's start there. But the biggest problem is that... Uh, Clearly, they didn't have enough money to do all the CGI battles, so a lot of the battles are just pictures of the people in the cockpit, like, throwing their fists at nobody. At one point, Which, it goes from CGI to sock puppet. So it's far less <laughs> far less dramatic or exciting. Because when you get to the CGI stuff and the battles, that's fun, and you're like, oh, I want more of that, like you were saying. But, uh, yeah, no, it's just a terrible movie. Okay. Uh, I would not suggest spending the money to watch it. But no. I figured it would. Uh, I'd spend less money on that. And it's on Netflix, though. Than watching it, it uh, I assume you streamed it? I don't think it's on Netflix. I don't think it's on Netflix. How'd you see it? Either. You it, was it? The, it was the Xbox video oh. Uh, on demand. Oh, thing. you bought one of those? Yeah, whatever. So I didn't it's buy it. I rented it. It's like a rental. It's, I rented yeah. it. So I mean, like it was like get it for twenty four hours. Right? It was like three bucks or something like that. Four bucks. You're given the license to watch their property for twenty four hours. Yeah, ah. video on demand. It was uh, kind of ironic though, because like right the day after we recorded this uh, last week's episode, I went down to the employee dining room, and the menu for that day was Pacific Rim, and I couldn't stop ah. laughing. <laughs> It's just the, the theme of the menu. Okay, I thought they were, that was an item. They have themed menus in our employee dining room. They have That's like cute. Mexican for Pacific a, Rim. They I'll have take the Pacific Rim menu. Coney Island. Just like, but the next day, that right after we recorded this was go to the Pacific Bunny Ranch Rim. Pacific Rim. <laughs> That's a Pacific Rim job. Yeah, looking for that's the porn. Uh, adaption I'm looking forward to. I have to go far. <laughs> I'm sure long. it's out there already. It's probably available online on demand. I, well, I tried. I tried to go see Pacific Rim yesterday. 
I did. Why? I went to the Galaxy. What are you doing? Well, first of all, <laughs> you convinced him to my, go see it, Paul. Yeah, your, your tirade. Yeah. I want to. I want to see it because of yeah. your passion against. Me too. It. <laughs> Me too. Remember and the end of the yeah. I didn't really want to see it before, but now I really kind of <laughs> want to see, see if it really is. Because I just got to know. You'll see but, how shit garbage like, it is. All like my trusted sources of review are like, do not pass go, do not click two hundred dollars, go see this movie immediately. It is fantastic. And so I'm like, well, Paul hates it with passion. These people love it with passion. There's passion everywhere on this movie. It's the biggest international hit right now. Oh, yeah. that's good news. It made yeah internationally. Hey, it's with no stars. They're going gangbusters. Yeah, there's there's good. a lot of good meat on that table. I just think he let it go rancid and didn't capitalize on the well. And like we said before, you saw it, and that, it's yeah. dumb. And everybody wants to see robots, yeah. giant robots fight giant monsters. Uh, well, I still didn't get which my is why fill people are going. I didn't get my fill of that. So you tried but to go. See I tried. It didn't work because uh, Galaxy let me down. How they were sold out? No, anything. I had great seats, you know, because you get your seats prior. Yeah, and so, but uh, their projector broke, oh. and so, but. They're very good people. They not only refunded me my money, but gave me another movie as well. Oh, so so I doubled? went to go see R.I.P.D. How was that? Uh, surprisingly enjoyable. Oh, good. Because yeah. it looks like it could go either way. Yeah. So I wasn't and sure. I, I was very happy. I mean, still formula to a T. And some parts are like, okay, ham, ham, ham. But a lot of fun. I really enjoyed myself with that movie. And James Hong is in it. Yes. And... Uh, of course, you're going to make the uh, Men in Black comparison because that is there. But I'd say throw a lot of Ghostbusters at that too. Yeah, it looks like Men in Black meet Ghostbusters. Right, and it's I like, can yeah, see I was that's how say, they it's pitched your it. Elevator pitch. The Frighteners. Uh, sure. Um, I love the Frighteners. But I really enjoyed it. Such a damn good. Uh, in fact, I wished uh, I wished uh, Men in Black Three were at, or Men in Black Two for that right matter is as good as this movie. And Poltergeist. And a little not bit so much of, Poltergeist. And okay. a little bit of defending your life. A whole lot of that. <laughs> Jeez. And then black is the new orange. Orange is <laughs> the new black. That one, too. That's a, mm. Throw that in there for good measure. It's good stuff. So I, I so I did enjoy that movie, but it was not Pacific Rim, so I was still disappointed. I tried to watch Orange is Black. I couldn't. Not for, not working orange for you? Orange is the new black? Orange is the new black. The I new Netflix one? Like the first 10 minutes, and I just couldn't get through it. It's really? good. It's good. I'm is liking this, it. It was just kind of boring. I mean, It's getting a lot of critical grave. The, the first well, 10 seconds of the show, you get a lot of boobage. I'll tell you, yeah, well. <laughs> oh, that's why Paul's <laughs> That's why Paul <laughs> What? It. Wait, what? So I got oh. bored with it pretty quickly. Well, just, you guys know that 70s show, Laura Prepon, yes. is oh, a God, yeah. hot beyond words oh, yeah. brunette lesbian in this thing. It's it's pretty much my bread yes. and butter. Yes, I knew it's, that. It's good times. So it's good times. Um, I'm enjoying that. Well, uh, my friend Tommy, uh, through my passionate rant, uh, listener to the show, he um, went ahead and watched Evangelion. Oh, through, from that recommendation, and uh, we got to talk about that a little bit so last a new night. New convert. He he's, dug it. He's all yeah. dig. He dug it. Where can you watch that? Uh, you got to buy it. Yeah, or, buy or, it. or or rent it. You could rent it. Yeah. Uh, or probably you could probably find it online pretty easy. Yeah. The Torrents, probably. <laughs> the, the land of www.torrents. Torrents. Yeah. 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 Torrents.edu. But I would say, you know, I, I, you know, that's one property I'd be like, buy, buy, buy it. Uh, I believe people should pay for Evangelion because it's that fucking good. But that was cool. It was good to hear that somebody. Uh, You're infected positive change in the world. I'm trying. I'm trying. And again, infected. I, I, know, I know a lot of people like that Pacific Rim. Uh, it's just not my cup of tea. 
all. Which is crazy because it's exactly my cup of tea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the seething hatred would uh, lead us to believe, up, believe otherwise. Yeah, it's there, not. Paul. Well, it's terrible. It's just it's so po- poorly written and acted. I just I hate it. So okay, well, we we went through this. No. And due to Michael's uh, uh, suggestion, no boy, idea. Uh, I had the best self sex. No, huh? I huh? Hmm? State of Decay is what an again? amazing game. It is a wonderful Xbox game. downloadable game for like it. twenty it's bucks, fifteen bucks, something like that. What's oh, you like that yeah. one? State of Decay, third bucks. person open world zombie game, huh. uh, with a mechanism for setting up your own base, finding new places. It, the, it's the, got a little the, touch of tower defense in there. A little touch of tower defense, a, a little of everything. Yeah, if I played. I played a few minutes of the of the demo. It's but I, I, Even, I kept reading all these it's so buggy things and all these kind of things. I don't know. It, it does have a little bit of bugginess to it. I've seen some pop in, and of course, I've seen zombies get trapped in walls and shit like yeah, that. Yeah. But that no way detracted from the it's game. Still good. It's in fact, I, yeah. Go play the free demo because it is a monstrous free demo. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if the free demo is like the game you just can't save. It's exactly it. It's a huge download. It took forever for that demo to download. One point eight gigs. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But well, even the saying, game yeah. loading on your system takes mm-hmm. takes a minute. Yeah. yeah, but I played so. it for about five hours, and I'm still just and it's got that like one more at it. You know, one more turn, one more. One you more never cycle. know what you're going to come into next. Shoot, oh, wasn't it like the the day like after life. you told me you downloaded the demo that you ended up buying it? Oh yeah, yeah. You're like, check out the demo. It's on there, and I'm like, cool. And then the next day, you're like, I bought it. <laughs> yeah, you still playing the demo? Nope. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun with that game. And oh, in fact, I just recently started again. So incredible! Did you play it through? Is there a full I play, story? There is a full story. Okay, and uh, it's it's a it's a decent story. It's it's zombie survival stuff. So, sure, you know you've seen all the tropes before, but uh, not much more you can do with that. Yeah, gosh, a decent uh, sized game. It, but it's a good sized game, and it's uh, uh, I had a good time playing through it the first first time. You and know, if you read my review, you you'll learn the frustrations I had, but then how I learned to love those frustrations for what they did yeah. in the game. So. Because that's the thing is the permadeath is just makes you frightened as hell. Yeah. You, you, when you die, the game saves immediately, and there's only one save. So you can't go back and reload your mistakes. Oh, that's an interesting little mechanism. And yeah. you, go, you jump into the body of another person in your survival group when you might not have been building up as well. Interesting. Yeah. So you really kind of have to... You want a strong team. Level yep. out your team. Yep. you got to keep you know. balanced, keep hopping between people. Yep. And huh. it kind of forces you to anyway, because as you go on, your stamina lessens, your your yeah, health you lessens. Get tired. You get tired. Makes sense. Simple. Yeah. So many energy drinks and coffee drinks you can you can use. Yeah, and it's very randomized because because I had to restart with it, and when I restarted with it, because because the original was the demo, nothing was in the same spots. Yep, all new stuff. Oh, yep. cool. So resources. You can't always guarantee that you'll find that... Yeah. Uh, Locations stay the same, but what you find stays. Yeah, what you find in there is different. So yeah, really enjoyed that. What other geeky things you got? I played some Marvel Legendary deck-building game solo. Cause I, wanted I to, weep for you. I, I wanted to uh, actually see if I can get a handle on how this game is built. That's a tough game! It's a tough game. It's a bear to build. And then it can. It's got be, like a fifteen-minute setup. Like a build a yeah. bear. Yeah. Yes, just like a build a bear. Fifteen minutes. Okay. Yep. Only not. Lots of stuffing. Full of stuffing. And um, like Batman. Or but uh, <clears throat> you me. have to put the message in the heart first. So I played four <laughs> games in quick succession. 
to see because we played a game on our game night and there was and no beat. got our asses kicked our asses were kicked so bad that hyper competitive paulette who was ready to go home because she has to work in the morning was like no we're gonna do this again <laughs> and we did it again and got our asses kicked again so it was ferocious so I was like, well, what the hell do we have to do here? And so I like assembled some decks and did the solo play and still got my ass kicked. I finally, I finally actually played a scenario that I won, but I had to tailor made my hero deck to totally counter the criminal deck. Wow. And then I was able to do it. But the otherwise, woo! It's a rough game. It was. It's a rough game. It's challenging. That's that's the word for it, sure. Challenging. Challenging, rough. It's goddamn yeah. rough. So anything else, gentlemen? Sounds interesting. Mm. Yep. We're we're going through deck builders right now. Yeah. yeah um, that is the, the flavor of the week yep. month year. I read I bought and read the new Batman sixty six comic. Oh, what do you think Ooh. of those? Fucking great. Yeah? It's does it <laughs> capture that element? Oh, beyond. Yeah. Beyond. It does he do the Batusi? Uh, did he? Uh, they had a reference to it. Oh, okay. Um, it is really funny, really, really funny, yeah. and it totally that dialogue, totally that dialogue, just amazing, all of it. <laughs> the figures they put out for that too are really. Oh, nice. it looks so also. good. Yeah. But I'm, I'm like, wow. I, I get. I'll probably have to wait. I don't know if I'll keep buying it single issue. I'll wait for the trade. It's magnificent, though. If you like the old '60s Batman, Adam West, it is straight up Adam West and Burt Ward, and everybody else you know from that series. It is like right out a new script, but it's great because it's the comic book, so everything is bigger and bolder and brighter. Right, exceptional stuff, just exceptional stuff. I wish I had it here to read off some of the quotes, but my God, it is so funny. Oh yeah, there's this part where they bust into. <laughs> They bust into Catwoman's new dance club, and that's where the Batusi gets referenced. And um, and there's a you know uh, Riddler starts a fire and a bunch of shit, and uh, or, or a bomb goes off. A bomb goes off, and uh, and you know and then at the bottom of the panel, you know it's this big explosion. It's like, is this the end of the Cape Crusaders? Oh, really? <laughs> Have we seen the last of them in this fireball of doom? And then the next page, uh, you see them with fire extinguishers putting everything out and, and, and all stuff and, and then they get this little recap and it's like i was able to nimbly uh jump behind this uh this part of the the thing when the bomb was going when to go reading it i had the time oh my god off. yeah and it's so good oh, and, then, and then it's like and then it's like and then it's like um uh and then he, and then and then he goes uh and, and, and you know he's like gosh batman we could have really been toast He's like, yes, Robin, but thankfully, uh, thanks to Catwoman's compliance with the fire marshal's code, these, <laughs> these, uh, <laughs> these fire extinguishers were readily available for us to thwart the flames. And it's just, I mean, that's tip of that's, the fucking yeah. iceberg. Yeah, it is. Yeah, tip it is. of the fucking yes. iceberg for that kind of shit. It just does not stop like that. It's so goddamn funny. So goddamn fun. Oh, and there was a fucking gold gold line when <laughs> they drug Catwoman to take her back to the to the Batcave to, to help uh, try and solve the crime and 
they're all out of the car, and Catwoman is waking up in the Batmobile, right? She's waking up in the Batmobile, and she's like, oh, oh, and she looks around, and like, oh, huh, hmm, here I am. And then, and then, you know, it's the two-seater Batmobile, and I'm just chilling in the place, and she kind of looks around, and she's like, wait a minute. If we all drove here, where did you sit? <laughs> She's looking at Robin. It's, like, it's just really weird. Hey. And they, don't, they don't go back to it. They don't make anything more of it. It's just enough innuendo and weird shit. <laughs> Fuck it. I, I had a really good that was a really good time reading a comic book. Uh-huh. Highly, fun. highly recommended. Now, All they, the future points. Did they do like the likenesses of the uh Oh yeah, it looks straight up just like them. So like yeah. is the Joker in it and is it like look like Caesar Romero? The only villains thus far have been Riddler and uh Catwoman. Oh, okay. And they are exactly like Riddler is straight up uh uh, what's his name? Frank Gro- Gorshin. Frank Gorshin. Yeah. Yep. It just stri- looks just like him. And, and I'm yeah. just, I'm just curious if they're gonna do the Joker with the the pancaked on. Uh, oh, they uh, will makeup. You know, mu- over, over the, the mustache. That's how the action he- figure has been sculpted. Oh, is it? The new action figure has has, has the hint of the mustache, the mustache under the makeup. White. Yeah, that's the awesome. <laughs> that's sculpted awesome. On uh-huh. Yeah, I, I always thought that was weird as a kid. I didn't awesome. know what it was until I was an adult. It like, doesn't make any goddamn sense. Well, he refused to shave yeah, his mustache. It still doesn't make any goddamn sense. And they're sense. like, well, we could kind of cover it up. And then he, they're like, go for it. And they put a pancake on the makeup. Makes no fucking sense. That <laughs> and as two guys that, that worked in that type of makeup every single day, can you imagine how much makeup they had to layer on over that thing to it's get it not, to fill in? It's not that bad, but it's still, it's just dumb if i i would i mean you'd have to wash that out every time i'd be like dude be a man cut your beard off and grow it back later i don't get it i yeah. just don't get it dude back oh that's the 60s dude. yeah was i still guess in the contract player days he'd come in he'd do his shoot for you know that episode and then right. he was off doing his other thing and True. romero the, the mustache was part of his trade you're right that was yeah. his his so his it's not like he thing. felt he was doing high art yeah, he was. I mean, I mean, you you know, it's when the seventies came along, and guys like De Niro were actually beating the shit out of themselves to prep for parts. That was actually a big change back then. Nowadays, yeah. everyone, t- you know, you, when they did uh, when uh, Dale died, did the beat the shit out of you for prepping for a military film in Platoon. That was something new and different. Now it's standard. standard now issue. you don't do a war yeah. movie unless you're gonna, you know, yeah. some oldster in a, with a company is gonna kick the shit out of you for a weekend, flipping tires and yeah, right. and yep. shaving all your shit and everything. So, yeah. so it makes sense for back then. Yeah. So, but, it was but the real, the real cool part is the keeping the the hint of that in the art. Now you really make me wanna. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you know. I, I didn't, I haven't seen how they've done it in the in the in the artwork of the comic right. book, but I'm sure it'll be there. But because the, for the new figures, the yeah, action if they figures went to the trouble sculpted. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. just awesome. Pretty great. The pretty six, great. the '60s era Batman isn't my preferred Batman, but I feel like it's very necessary to know how Batman became so dark and how it was so against what that era Batman was. That's it, and, it's, yeah, and it is real fun. It is really really fun. The TV shows pretty much most of my life was Batman. Yeah, it's fun to me now. As 39-year-old Paul, almost 39-year-old Paul, I could give a fuck when I was a kid. Same oh, yeah. here, man. As soon as that uh, intro cartoon was done, I just went into disappointment town. I was yeah. like, what is this shit? Really? Oh, I hated it as a well, kid. You know but the what? opening it, was great. Because it's all adult humor. Yeah. It's all tongue-in-cheek, risque, double-on-ton, 
none of it all flies over the head of a kid and yeah. and it's so you know for the one or two little fight scenes that kind of capture the kid thing but then at the same time it's like what what are they doing why what i never liked it as a kid yeah. and that's what's weird like reading this comic even <laughs> buying the comic i bought it because of recommendation from ralph uh he was his manager pick of the week and uh and i was not disappointed in the least but yeah i'm really surprised how much more i like it now i really did not like it as a kid but now I'm looking forward to them releasing the whole series on DVD, hopefully before this year's out, too. That's part of what they're thinking is oh, going to happen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Finally. Because they've got the action figures, the comics, and, yeah, I'm thinking, like, I want to get the, the, the two action figures that they're walking up the wall. Walking up the wall. Yeah. But the wall, you have to put it on your desktop, play it down, but you can insert, Does it have like, Sammy Davis Jr.? It doesn't have Sammy Davis Jr., but it has, like, little uh, windows that you can put, like, action either you can in. put figures in or you can put, like, pictures in there. <laughs> Of people doing famous stuff. people and shit. Yeah, there's a, there's they use that gag in the comic book, and it's uh, Dracula. They're crawling oh, Dracula. past. They're, they're crawling past Dracula's uh, apartment, and you know he's like, "Oh, nice choice of cape." I still like when they made fun of it on <laughs> The Simpsons with the the Scoutmaster. Oh yeah, <laughs> don't be afraid to use your nails, girls. <laughs> I just remember. I also saw the movie uh, Super. With uh, Rain Wilson, oh, uh, that's supposed to be, I, I haven't been able to it's finish watching it. Surprisingly good. It's it starts out pretty weak. It's when did it get good for you? I heard it's good, but it's like also tragic <laughs> you seen the whole too. Thing? Nope. I, I, I don't even I know. Had super. To, Back I had up to bail. Tell me about super. I had to bail. Uh, it, it lost me. Did it's a weird get good movie. after he bailed? It's a really weird little movie. Yeah, it got better after it. I, it's it lost odd. Me. It's it's not great, uh, but it's the same guy who's going to be directing um, Ant Man. Uh, yeah, the next... Uh, it's an Edgar Wright movie? No, James... Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Gunn. James Gunn. James Gunn. Oh, so, uh, doing Guardians Gal- 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 of the Galaxy. But, yeah, it's a really weird little movie about a guy, his girlfriend, Kevin Bacon's in it, and Rain Wilson, and... Um, and Kevin a phenomenal cast. Kevin Bacon basically steals Rain Wilson's girlfriend, his his wife. His wife, yeah. And, uh, and he tries to get her back, and, of course, he's a loser, and he gets so frustrated with it, that he decides to become a superhero himself and sort of trains, but he doesn't, you know, he doesn't really train, but he has this weird dream where all these tentacles come out and grab him and open his head open. And then the finger of God touches his brain. And so now he thinks he's been chosen to be a superhero and to solve, to prevent evil in the world. So he just goes around randomly clubbing people with a, <laughs> with a pipe wrench, literally, because he tried doing it on his own and he's like, I need a weapon. And so he gets his weapon, and then it's a really weird little movie. And the girl from Juno's in it, and she ends up yeah. being like his sidekick. But the end I didn't of the movie, get that far. near the end of the movie, the depiction of the depiction of violence throughout the movie is pretty brutal and pretty honest. What I didn't like, it's a really weird movie. It starts off kind of racist, a little bit, honestly, because um, he like goes after drug dealers, and he just it's for the first he just goes to like a black neighborhood. Yeah, for the first couple of times, assumes. he just he just goes to the black neighborhood and starts beating up black drug dealers. Yeah, just, and and it's like and and letting the 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 white buyers of the drugs just kind of go, go. Away. like they're and innocent. I'm like. Yeah. I don't like this movie already now. And then again, and then because it had a bunch of other weird shit, just, and then it's it kept really doing that movie. stuff. And then it just got like really violent. Like, like he's just, he's just beating people with a yeah, wrench. He just beats the That's shit. All out he does of is just beating people with a wrench. So he's a little, you know, he's a deranged, he's got religious issues. lunatic beating people with a wrench. I didn't find a whole lot I could empathize with. No, you can't. It's a weird movie. It's like, you, I can't, 
I was just watching. I was like, I don't know what this movie's trying to say or what it's going to trying to do. And then at the end, it's got a really sweet ending, and it's kind of a, a lovely little thing where he sort of gets redemption out of it all. But you're right; he's a horrible, horrible man, just ran randomly going around beating the shit out of people. Sometimes for really like a guy cuts in line and he goes and gets a pipe wrench and beats the shit out of the guy. See, that's where I stopped watching. Yeah. As soon as he started. I, I didn't even watch that part. Just like because random he's, violence. He's then. standing in line for a movie, but he was already holding a place in line for his other friends. Yeah. He sees some people doing the exact same thing he's doing ahead Basically. of him. Yeah. And then he's, he starts to go over and confront them. And that's when I was like, oh, I see what's happening here. And I just stopped it. And I was like, I don't I don't care that he's blind to his own idiocy. And I don't want him to see him beating other people. It just made me it's sick. It's a weird little movie. It's, yeah. a weird it's, little it's interesting movie. hearing all this because... Uh, James Gunn, in a recent interview regarding Guardians, said that uh, Whedon asked him to rewrite the script because it wasn't James Gunn enough. I don't know what that means. I don't either. Because so. I think the only James Gunn I've seen. And the guy's only he's only done a handful of movies. I don't yeah. know how he got. Well, the, he he the helped write, he helped write on uh, Lollipop Chainsaw, yeah. and that yeah. thing's all over the goddamn place. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got some interesting stuff. I, mean, I bought it Slither. because it was... Slither was uh, good. What's the name? Uh, yeah, Slither Slither's him? the other one. That's a good and one. I haven't yeah, seen Slither's that. Good. I've heard Slither was pretty good. Um, There's one other one I've That makes sense why Nathan, Nathan Fillion's in this uh, movie, too. Yeah. Everybody's in the... Really, everybody in that movie. Crazy yeah, cast. I mean, I don't mean to jump That whole, like, sure community of actors is really tight-knit. Yeah. I mean, like, they continue to do each other's projects. I did not like Super. No, I don't know if I liked it. It was an interesting movie. But it, I don't think the it's un- it just got too weird. There's like no uh, commentary. It's a There's, little like he's trying know. to do the American version of Itchy the Killer. Okay, you I guys know, know Itchy the Killer. I don't it? know that. Okay, all right. that's a that's, that's an Asian movie, all right? Right, and so like Itchy doesn't really have a whole lot of redemptive qualities. No. He fights and kills a lot of bad guys, but he's super fucking weirdo himself. Yeah, right. It's very, he's very much like he's trying to do the Americanized Ichi. Okay. Well, really, in, really. In, in the end, Super is basically like a revenge movie. But unfortunately, yeah. he takes a while to get to the revenge of the person he's actually trying to, because he doesn't really want to, he doesn't realize that's really what it is. Yeah. It's oh, a wow. really weird little movie. James Gunn's directed a lot more movies than I thought. Uh-huh. Yeah, but you haven't heard of that many of them, have you? Well, I mean, I, I have. I mean, like it, the, his first couple of films were with uh, Trauma, so he got. <laughs> You know, well, Tromeo and Juliet. You got to go start sense now. Tromeo and Juliet, uh, the special Citizen Toxie, the Toxic Avenger you 4. Start somewhere. But then, like, his first mainstream was the first Scooby Doo film, the yeah. live action one. Which yeah. does not make me go, yeah, let's put this guy in charge of something. Well, but, I mean, <laughs> what, what start are we going to do with that film? see what happens with. That, that actually confuses me more. Because you're coming from Trauma, and then you're asked to do the Scooby Doo movie. I know, it's very weird. Uh, Could Guardians see. of the Galaxy be Marvel's Dawn first Dead, movie misstep? Lolly Love, Slither. Oh my God! Don't be super. Don't be me. Don't be like that. <laughs> don't be Paul. <laughs> no, who knows? He yeah, was one I, of. No, I, I want nothing but the best for all. One of all several directors stuff. on it's movie forty-three. So, so we'll have yeah. to. We'll have to. Which I have yet to see. Has anybody seen? Uh, movie? No. Apparently, no. it is a jumbled mess. Well, how could it not be? Well, you have like that ten directors like that's what on they it. Advertise it as. Yeah, that that seemed to be the selling point. Here's a bunch of crazy ideas that have nothing to do with each other. It's a skit show made into a movie. Enjoy. Like ABCs of death. <laughs> I mean, even oh, Kentucky Fried Movie has some sense of synergy throughout it all. Yeah. 
He didn't direct Scooby Doo, but he was one of the writers on it. So oh, okay. My my bad. He's written a lot of stuff. Yo, God, look, yeah, yeah he's got he's a, a shitload of, of writing credits on here. Right. You he, know what? I watched uh, the Man with the Iron Fist the other day. Yeah, I've seen. It's, it's, I watched it's, that one. It's a fine it's movie. I like I like some okay. movies. Um, it's all right. Who is who's playing Drax the Destroyer? Um, Batista. Oh, yeah. Is in that as um, Brass Body. Oh. I enjoyed him, and I think that's exactly the kind of role. That's exactly why he's going to be okay. Drax the Destroyer. I think he can, he's going to yeah, do he's a good just job. Yeah, he's a mindless okay. muscle machine in the Iron Fist movie. Yeah, which yeah, no, he did a good no, job. Is that Drax. streaming? No, uh, no, I think I got it on. God damn it! Uh, I want to say yeah. I want to say nobody is streaming anymore. Netflix doesn't has shit. They need to work on getting better. They deals. got some stuff. They made a deal yeah. with HBO, but HBO's like, okay, you can have it our crap because be, we put all our good stuff. Well, that's on Netflix now. No, I think I got it through the Xbox. You might, yeah, demand. because it, it, it's just like you know, Warner is pulling their stuff for their own streaming thing, and yeah. Amazon thing. I think is everybody undercutting wants to create their own everything. Yeah, everyone's, everyone's making their own little streaming channel. Stupid Netflix man. may die because of that. Really. Well, if that happens, well, they still have their so original programming. All well, six shows. When I think about as it, as I mean, if uh, I do the computations, I actually pay more for mm-hmm. Netflix than I would for Amazon Prime and get all that. Because, right, Amazon Prime, you get their streaming for free. Is that correct? That's as well as free, uh, it uh, is, free two-day but I, I have that, and what they have to offer is not It's not really Yeah, I heard much. it's kind of a butt suck. Yeah, and, their catalog's and not quite as Not diverse. only is their catalog not as diverse, even though they do have some good stuff. Give it time. They... Uh, they really need to work on their applications. Oh, yeah. The applications for the Xbox, for the iPad. It, oh, yeah. Even their in-house streaming from the web, it is almost impossible to find it because they don't separate it, the regular stuff you get with Prime, from their rentals. So you do a search for anything, you get all the rental stuff and the Prime all mixed together. So, oh, I want to watch that. Oh, that cost me three dollars. Oh, I want to oh, watch so that. Not oh, that everything. Cost a not everything no. is. A, oh, so it's all mixed See, together. See, fuck and it's everybody. So well, um, Netflix is trying. Take a while. They can't help it that a bunch of other media conglomerates are trying to crush yeah, the well, start. Finally, getting on board to a good idea. Well, yeah. not getting on board to a good idea. They're saying, "Fuck you. We're going to do our own. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be terrible. It's going to be, and it's just going to turn into cable again." So, you know, if they want to do that, yeah. that's fine. But it's Nobody be- will buy all those well, separate channels. you know channels. why? It's because all of these fucking major media outlets own a lot of cable companies, and they're losing a ton of money on their cable outlets to Netflix and so forth. They're like, well, hey. Yeah, I'm done with Let's it. get back. Yeah. Let's well, get back some of that revenue, the cable and that's that I, why they're doing their own it stuff. It might become the cable everybody said they wanted was, I want to pay just for the channels I right. want. Very a la carte. Be but very nice that's that going to be more expensive because it'll be yeah. five bucks a channel yeah. every month. And yeah, and you're going to have to, and you're not you're yeah. not going to be able to get just one service to do it all. You're going to have to buy two or three different services. Yeah, you'll have to have to Netflix, get everything you want. plus Amazon Prime, Warner but Brothers that Online, won't HBO I can't Go, and all that. Work. I can't believe that'll work. I don't know how well I, this I, is the world of exclusive contracts. I, I realize that, but that's I, what you're currently doing. No, I'm currently I just have Netflix and Hulu, and that's it. So you're currently paying for two channels that you want. Sure, yeah. but when you're stretching, but but you're stretching cheaper. that out. Where he's, where he's going is that it's that's too complicated for most people. Well, most people want saying. to turn on their TV and works. pick a show. Yeah, yeah. And so they don't want to go. Well, I'm paying five dollars for this one, this five channel. Let's add this channel. All these little little app buttons. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, 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 it's the whole you know bundle stuff together. Yeah, the whole even though you think you want thirty flavors, your brain only wants three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But people have always said they wish they could. I wish my cable could just be AMC, Bravo, NBC, 
and FX. Those are the ones I right. want. But it's not going to be that easy. Why am I as, paying for all these other yeah. goddamn channels? Well, yeah, they'd like to have a thing where they can like yeah. check all these boxes and get that, but they still want to turn on their channel. Oh, TV I agree with you. And get yeah. that channel list. So it'll be interesting to see what it becomes. Yep. We have a show we have to start. Yeah. What? <laughs> there's, there's a lot of news. You hit record? I did. Oh, shit. I didn't hit record. Wait, there it is. Don't unplug it. News you don't give a shit about. Don't give a shit. Oh, uh, I also just watched a ton of the Maddie Collector reveals for all the new He-Mans coming out from <laughs> Comic-Con. Aren't you excited? Uh, this, is the, this is the perfect uh, segment for Are this. Are you glappy about I'm, No, I'm excited. It, it looks good. It looks pretty you good. Did, you don't Castle Grayskull looks pretty good now. Okay. They've shaped it up a bit. Um, Big enough? Okay. Yeah, it, they fixed the mouth. Uh, the jaw bridge looks better. It looks pretty good. So yeah, I'm okay with it. Uh, they got some. They got some good shit. Their October's gonna break my goddamn balls, as they pushed back an extra figure in there. So and there's so much shit to buy. The Horde two pack comes out plus ah. three other figures. They're it's, doing a Modoc, aren't they? Uh, they're doing Modulock. Oh, Modulock. That's what yeah. I meant. Um, well, that's next year, okay. or maybe he's in December. I don't know. I think he's next year. But th- yeah, they revealed some nice ones. Modulock, too bad. Uh, the highlights, uh, the Geldor sculpt turned out really great. He's a guy from one of the early uh, mini comics that we all voted on, and um, so it, it's looking. Aren't they releasing a Stan Lee He Man? They are. He is a, going to be a con- uh, traveling convention exclusive called Standor, and uh, he's like a cosmic Dis- being, disco looking. He he kind of he well he he's like he's made of stars, kind of. He has armor on him. If by stars you mean disco suit, yes. My God. He's I don't know. You have to you have to look at it for yourself. He looks a little like um someone who would be friends with uh Galactus as far as like his headgear and stuff. He's got a little yeah, bit he of, does a, have a, little of a Kirby uh thing to him. But it's pretty cool. But that's gonna be a tough one to track down. I can't find fucking Strobo. I can't I the Stone Dar and Rock On are going for crazy loot already. It's just like it's getting rough. It's getting rough here in the, in the dark throes of this shit. They're still doing stuff outside of uh, outside a club that's really hard. Uh, I, I want to keep supporting it, but they keep putting all these extra pieces out there that you can't get through the subscription, and it's very frustrating. I have the main subscription and the Filmation subscription, which I'm glad I have because they're coming out with Seahawk and some other really cool guys with the Filmation stuff. No Stinkor re- redos? Uh, we already have Stinkor. Uh, yeah, he's where you had, been? Yeah. I've had him for he's he's like two years ago. <laughs> he still smells. He's great, but uh, that's looking pretty good. They so came out with the thirty year old version of Stinkor. Yes, they stink. You know why? Because they mixed patchouli oil in with the uh, the, the uh, resin. Precisely. See, you're picking up he's all in. kinds he's of deep. info about he's in it. I read an article on it a few weeks ago. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. That's awesome. Yeah, there he is. You can see him. No that's disco suit. He actually has detachable glasses too. So he has, he has his whole look. Stan Lee. The Sci-Fi Network has hired director Timur... Yeah, yeah. Here what we go. That? Timur Bakbenbatov. Back oh, ben, really? Bakbenbatov. Backed it up. Uh, he did uh, Wanted and Abraham Lincoln, uh, Vampire Hunter. He's producing the miniseries Warriors of Oz, which is based oh. on an original idea he's been developing... The I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I know. Excuse me. Would you please read that sentence once more for the, for the benefit of our re- retarded listeners? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm, maybe I'm the dumb one. I'm I'm the asshole here. What what did you say? He said he wants to produce the miniseries Warriors of Oz, which is based on an original idea. I'm, he's okay. Excuse me. Excuse me. Let's go back one one more time. 
Just want just just for clarification. Uh, I just want to make sure that I'm not the asshole. I I'm the I gotta be the asshole here. Original, what is this original idea he's been developing? Oh Warriors my of God! Yeah. What is wrong with people? <laughs> Guys, I have a totally original new idea. Batman made of cake. <laughs> Check it out. He's made of cake. He does all the things Batman does, except he gets really scared at kids' parties, and he doesn't like to go out when it's raining, and he's always afraid that some fatty's going to gobble him right up. Otherwise, it's Batman, but it's Batman made of cake. Original IP, TM, trademark. Batman made of cake. The Dark Knight is a dark chocolate cake. This season... My new original idea is taking over your ovens. See? <laughs> the Dark Knight rises in the oven! <laughs> the darkness is no longer your ally when there's candles on top of you. Dun, dun, dun. He gets really, really scared at kids' parties. And he sees ice cream and he's like, man, I know what's coming next. I just know it. Oh, <laughs> Original idea. That's it. It's my idea. Batman so, this original game. idea, Torgo. Uh, the project's being described as a fantasy action, and <laughs> I hope, <laughs> and will follow, I, I love this, uh. will follow a modern-day warrior transported to the post-apocalyptic future Oz. Once there, it might be my favorite sentence, he must team up with three more warriors named Heartless, Brainless, and Coward. The team is tasked with taking Gee, out... Gee, who could they be? <laughs> taking who out could the, they be? What original fucking ideas? What is he talking about? The team what is, is original <laughs> about stealing Frank L. Baum's entire life's work? How is this original? Oh, my God. Wait, wait. This is where it gets original. The oh. team is tasked with taking out the evil wizard who has taken over odds. There you go. See? And it's post-apocalyptic. So this, in this time, he's not wonderful. He's evil. I get it. The oh, evil boy. wizard of Oz. You've really put it on its ear. Listeners at home. Dick bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I Paul. wish we knew how to pronounce his fuck ass's name. <laughs> Paul has pulled his hairline back. Yeah. His hair is sticking straight up. His I wish you could see it. Up. He's so frustrated. I do have hair. rage hair right now. Yeah. He's got yeah. rage hair going on. Oh, you, know, you remember what this is, Kirsten. Yeah. Yeah. This was a thing I did at, at Star Trek. Oh, oh what the hell was the... It was, it was, Paul, you can't play video games anymore. Paul, you can't play video games anymore. What? <laughs> <laughs> so what I, what I would do, what I would do is that when I was at Star Trek, I was wearing that fake head all day, that, that crazy uh, Klingon head. And so I'd wipe my hair back, slick it back as best I could, and throw a ball cap on it to go home before I could wash my hair and get it back into any kind of shape. Because it would literally take on the fucked up shape of that plastic mask half the time. I looked like I had a some kind of growth going on under my head sometimes. <laughs> but I would always just slick it back, and, and we'd be in the elevator going back out into the parking lot, heading home for the day. And I'd just pop my hat off sometimes just to get a little air under there. And it just looks insane, like Doc Brown on acid. And I'd be like, okay. And then that was the whole gag. And then if anybody wanted to see me take my hat off, all the head says, Paul, you can't play video games anymore. And I'd go, what? <laughs> my fright wig response. Potential future as a Doc Brown impersonator. So, what other Maybe. original ideas are in news we don't give a Who shit about? Who is this butthole claiming that is not original? He's currently searching for a writer to pen the project. Why doesn't he have it written? <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh my God. He just came up with this very original idea. <laughs> and he might stay on to direct if his schedule is clear. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? 
the new Oz series joins a slew of other new projects in the works at Sci-Fi, including miniseries based oh, on Sci-Fi. Of course, on Larry. Of Nitt- course, <laughs> the devil has reign over in that place. You know, the IDW of cable. Uh, new miniseries based on Larry Niven's Ringworld and Arthur C. Clarke's Childhood's End. And news you don't give a shit about. Boy, that thank you. That I'm glad that was news I don't give a shit about. Holy crap, man. Original <laughs> yeah, idea. I know, I know. It's fantastic. You fuck. <laughs> wow. That's insulting to humans. What a shit. The English language. God damn it. Oh. He probably wrote for Smallville. <laughs> in japan this summer the lotteria burger chain is making a blue milkshake with chocolate hair quote unquote oh, what? to call attention to global warning, <laughs> global warning? Ah, that's yeah. not paul all the while utilizing the demonic drowned girl from ringu who deserved her watery grave as a call to awareness <laughs> i will i will uh Here's a rough Google translation. Here's a picture of the shake and the ad. So <laughs> that looks appetizing. So wow. go ahead and uh, How pass that around that? as I attempt. You know what? I I can't in good. Oh no! Conscious. No. Oh no! Read this. No. Because uh, oh, this is oh. a rough Google translation. Everybody, break of, out of your the, picture. Uh, Japanese site. So oh boy. If you would mind apologies reading. beforehand. So this is to. This is a weird global warning. Th- this warming. Is, yeah, this is uh, to help. A warning on global, global warming. warming. Yeah. So they're going to use the girl from Ringu as the mascot. Is that I, movie about no. global warning? No, it's about an evil drowned well, girl. Well, let's That's wait a minute. Maybe we this will hear maybe the this press will, release. This will help. Paul, will you explain it to us? I expressed the hair, which is a feature of Sadoko that in Shiki of features and topped with smooth chocolate softly and mild. Feel the cool feeling, fragrance of a refreshing soda to use the black straw. This summer, Sadako has been appointed as the character's call for global warming prevention measures of summer by the Ministry of the Environmental have recommended. <laughs> I hope that, hope that clears, clears it up for you. Well, I think go. I'm more confused now. <laughs> They're using her, the Ringu girl, as... A mascot. As a mascot for global warming and water pollution. Awareness, yes. Yeah, because she died in gross water. Yes. So they go, hey. There you go, water pollution. That's what it is. She's the gross water girl. Not not a polar bear marooned on a a piece of iceberg floating out into the ocean. They had a lot of blue dye. That's the the other thing, too. They're doing a bunch of blue dye in a plastic cup with some chocolate squirts and a black plastic straw. (laughs) That shit's about as environmentally friendly as (laughs) farting a uranium brick. Well, it's it's like a, it's a blue lemonade shake. It's lemonade. That's my understanding. With chocolate. Yeah. Actually, that's I'm okay gross. with it. You, oh, you would be. Chocolate chip cookies and lemonade, man, delicious. What? Have you tried it? Have yeah. you tried it? Oh, wait a minute. This is Paul. He condemns movies before they're even made. <laughs> because I know. Let alone entire television series. He's never he's seen. Never right. Seen <laughs> I've seen what I need to see. Which in most cases is nothing. MacGyver's dream. No, you're right. Uh, yeah, put it in a plastic cup with a plastic straw because we're worried about global warming. Yeah, you know what's interesting though? What I've heard uh, from and use some food scientists. Dye. Well, and what I've heard from some scientists is that some of all this plastic creation is really not so bad as we might think because it traps those chlorofluorocarbons. It traps and the carbons in a and, yeah, and physical carbon. Yeah, it keeps it rather than having the them up in the atmosphere, d- d- increasing uh, the. Increasing uh, the 
deterioration of the ozone. And a lot of the safe stuff. Some of it, yeah. That deteriorates, um, actually, like leaches a lot of chemicals into the ground yeah, as it's they're not deteriorating. Good yeah. In the, yeah, it's all bad. Yeah, everything's bad. What do you? Nothing's know? good. No. I, I'm still we with George Carlin. Be on this fucking I'm still with George Carlin. The the, the, the Earth needs more plastic. That's why we're here. The well, Earth his needs theory more. Theory was that maybe evolution is that we're supposed to fuck the planet up. Could be. Well, we won't fuck the planet up. It will. It'll yeah. get fucked up the for us. Will, just like an asteroid fucked it up for the dinosaurs. Exactly. Right. But, but guess planet, what? We're here because of that a- exactly. asteroid. The planet's fucker. doing fine. You're right. I, yeah. I'm particularly enamored with the cup. It's got uh, the the Ringu the girl wall. breaking through the wall, a la Kool Aid. Oh, I oh, thought that yeah. was a maze. Yeah, yeah, maze. No, no. It is. It is a little like the you Ringu call girl it going. Corn. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit like that. That oh, is one of the that more. Would be something, Paul. That is one of the more oh, bizarre yeah, uh, ad campaigns. Ad campaigns I've seen because also like Ringu was what ten years ago. Well, no, they had several sequels, in, and it's in still Japan pretty much in the zeitgeist. Yeah, in, in, Japan in Japan is still huge. Okay. Yeah. There you go. I mean, that's yeah. That's a, that's the that's biggest. The, that's yeah. the biggest Japanese and icon since Godzilla. Guys and that's the only reason for them to use it is because of how big that is. Have that franchise s- is over there. Have you seen that fucking guy who made that? Prank on his girlfriend with the ring. Oh doll. yeah, no. So he makes a marionette puppet, full size marionette yeah. puppet, sticks it on a TV about this size, like a big sixty inch television. Puts the TV on static. His girlfriend had fallen asleep on the couch in front of the TV. It's in on static. He puts this fucking animated puppet, wait a torso up animated puppet. Coming out of the thing, coming out of the TV, he goes up above the puppet, can operate its arms. And it's just the, it's the Ringu girl with the hair coming down, and his arms are going like this, and he just goes, uh, 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 and she wakes up, and she has the fit of a <laughs> lifetime. She screams in a register, she lost almost like unhearable. twenty five years of her life. It is pretty that, yeah. horrendous. Is it um, on? Is it on the? It's internet? on YouTube. Oh, okay. I, po- I posted like millions my, of hits. I posted yeah. to my girlfriend's Facebook page because I, wa- I as soon as I saw it, I <laughs> it was, was like, so horrible. I need to do that to her, but. I would not survive. She would kill me. <laughs> she after would that. literally kill you. She would literally <laughs> kill me for that. So One of those jokes that went a little too far. Eh? Well, and it, it's funny because he doesn't really do anything. Like I said, he went. He goes, "Oh, oh," yeah. And then she wakes up and sees it. Can and you loses imagine? Her you know, I know she lost her yeah. mind. Like she could have ended up in a mental ward after. <laughs> it was like bad. <laughs> She goes bananas. She goes bananas faster. She's just like screaming and kicking. Yeah. And like, oh, that's what I'm saying. You guys, it's you got to be careful who you let in your house. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. People were a little too lackadaisical about it. So we've been dating for a year or two. You don't know. <laughs> oh, kind of Jesus. Up person that is. Uh, somebody just posted on Facebook a Louis C.K. clip about why would women date men. Yeah, that's a good one. Holy shit, that yeah. is fucking hysterical. <laughs> that guy's hilarious. You do realize that statistically, men are the number one cause of death of women. Yeah. <laughs> why are they still dating us? Holy shit. <laughs> that's great. He's fucking funny, man. Yeah. Let's go into it. We can geek. Yay. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, yeah, it's a dry <laughs> week, huh? There was no giant media circus. <laughs> Not one giant icon infused with another giant icon. Boo. Boo on that garbage. We'll get to that. Now we're getting to it right now. Man of Steel <laughs> director Zack Snyder made a surprise appearance at the Warner Brothers 
Pictures panel at San Diego Comic-Con. Surprising in that he dare show his face. Oh! And, and announce, quote, some shit is going to happen oh, up here. Oh, no, he did unquote. not say that. And he said Paul Mattingly. He was like, Paul Mattingly, shit is going to happen here. <laughs> I'm like, no great surprise, Zacky Wacky. I like a lot of his stuff, I got to say, but I haven't seen Man of Steel yet. That's why I hate you it. You still haven't seen it? Paul Mattingly, Any surprise he hates chocolate and lemonade? I just saw Superman Unbound, the newest uh, Warner Brothers animated. Well, mm-hmm. it's not the newest, but go ahead. It's the most current. <laughs> no, Flashpoint Flash, come out? Flash, uh, Flashpoint came out. Was that today? That was... Uh, because Biggs, right? Biggs just commented on he it. He commented he saw on it, but he saw it, Whoa. but he's a torrent and fool. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, don't I pay any attention to that, I FBI. It. We're I just joking. I store. <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, no, it's not in the store. I was I was at Walmart the other day. I couldn't even find a freaking un, unchained, Unbound. unbound. I found uh, it for $5 uh, used, and I felt like I paid way too much. That, ooh, oh, really? I fell asleep, and it's terrible. Oh. Walmart's selection of movies has been rather It's really bad. bad like They have an anyway. interesting Lois Lane in it, but everything else is terrible. Really? Yeah. That's surprising. They have such a good track record. I know. Wah. I've got. All, I've got all. That's why I bought it. I have every Which piece of Warner Brothers. Unbound, really like Brainiac storyline. Unbound too. is one where it's a Brainiac story. Brainiac oh, okay. comes and tries to take over. I but guess it, I haven't and seen it that one. And it plays yet. a lot like Age of Ultron. You could say chicken. And egg well, wait. That are you are you upset because you you think you're feeling like uh, Marvel's getting? No. Getting no. 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 I, I'm upset no, because no. I think that's it's just big. bad. This is this isn't left over from your Pacific Rim pulling from. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. No, just this this movie on its own, I, I was really disappointed. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Hey, what did Zack Snyder have to say? Oh, I think what? he did say what? something. Huh? Well, Snyder Mike, first confirmed know. that he is working on another Superman film. And then he brought out uh, Harry Lennox, who played General uh, Swanick, Swanwick in Man of Steel, to read something. And what he read was, uh, I want you to remember, Clark, in all the years to come, in your most private moments, I want you to remember my hand at your throat. I want you to remember the one man who beat you. And children, that's a quote from Frank Miller's seminal comic, The Dark Knight Returns, which pitted an aging Batman against Superman who had Asian turned, Batman? An Asian Batman. Oh, okay. Aging Batman. About an Asian Batman Paul against a Superman. I want you to remember. Return. I want you to remember, Clark. Another drink, folks. Come on, I beat you, Clark. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't you forget my hand on your throat. Someone with his hand on your throat. I hear you in the face, Superman. Now, Snyder noted that... I have a ring made out of a kryptonite. (laughs) Now, this kryptonite going to tear right through your super suit. (laughs) Oh, it's a shame. I may be an Asian Batman, but I... I'm going to steer tough enough to take you down, Kryptonian. Batman sounds like a band. Trademark. Why don't you go back to Clipton? Go on back to Clipton. No one wants you here. Hey, it's an original idea, Yeah, it's totally original. (laughs) original Asian Batman. I got two now. Trademark. I got Asian Batman, and I got Batman made of cake. All you wow. need is a writer and a director to make it for <laughs> That's what all original ideas require in this day and age. Uh, guys, I want to do a crossover with Asian Batman Wait a and minute. Batman made of cake. There's a room full of writers and at least one director in here. <laughs> there you go. We're done. All right. Let's get this thing done. 
Where were you? Snyder noted that his uh, film will not be a Dark Knight Returns adaptation, but will draw inspiration from it. A Warner Brothers press release that went out shortly after Snyder's announcement confirmed that Snyder will co-write the story with his Man of Steel collaborator David Goyer, who will write the screenplay. Christopher Nolan, who served as producer on Man of Steel, will move to an executive producer role for the film alongside his wife and producing partner Emma Thomas. Now, production will start next year for a projected 2015 release date, which is already a summer expected to include Star Wars Episode Seven and The Avengers 2. And, uh, Holy yeah, crap, cool. movie Geddon! Yeah. <laughs> and the press release notes that the new Batman has yet to be cast. Yeah, yeah. I never yeah. read, I mean, I know it's happened in the annals of the comic book world that those Excuse two me? fellows. Oh, all over the place. Has it ever worked? Has it ever been good? Has yeah. it ever been interesting? Oh, it's, actually, it's, actually it's compelling. Kind of interesting. Yeah. yeah, it's compelling. But, but, but it's because Superman is boring. Unless handled so deftly and expertly. The all-star Superman stuff I thought was really well done. Yeah. But that's the first there's time no I found it There's no middle ground compelling. for Superman. Either huh? it's There's no middle ground for Superman. Yeah. You either have a great story or you have utter just dreck. boring dreck. Mm-hmm. Seems yeah. like one of the common themes in the, the Superman-Batman mashups is that you know Bruce Wayne-Batman needs that partnership... Well, and then Clark needs that as well because Clark being, you know, so upright and so, you know, by the book and all about justice and everything, he won't go that extra step that Bruce Wayne will do. He doesn't have those those boundaries, those limitations. Bruce Wayne's justice is a little dirty. It, it is. It's grittier and, you know, he's down in the trenches and sometimes he doesn't think that Clark gets that. So it's like the two need each other to kind of balance out, you know, I can see that. to complete each other's. <sighs> it worries me a little bit, Snyder drawing on Frank Miller stuff, because he's become such a right-wing, jingoistic, crazy man. Miller, you mean? And, yeah, yeah, Miller. And, like, and, and like even that storyline is real. Well, not just money. but Well, that's, that's but probably yeah, that's why. A big part of it. it's, no, he's saying that no, it's... Yeah. But but I don't know if I don't know if Zack Snyder can from. can 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 do it right because like three hundred you can easily misinterpret that film or maybe even properly interpret it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It came out right around Gulf War stuff. Yeah. It was very let's go kill the dark people. Oh it no, it's a very, very gross. Yeah. The way it was handled. And I and I don't know if he has the sense sensibilities to carry off Batman versus Superman in a way that doesn't read just gross. I don't know if an audience nowadays understands the subtleties would, of anything. Well, well, it didn't. Would would uh, would want to see the Dark Knight Returns? No, I, yeah, I don't think it would work at all. Yeah. Yeah. It barely holds up anymore on its own yeah. because it's so it holds up of its, on its time. Yeah. On its own, if of you its look time. at it historically, yeah. it's, yes, definitely like has were, to be you know, of its time. Talking about the movie adaptation, the, the yeah, actual the, movie adaptation that came out, anime, really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, they already just did that. Yeah. But there you go again. Like, we just did it. We just right. saw Batman versus well, Superman. Well, I, I think, yeah, I think that's exactly it. They're taking inspiration from, and they are building the DC Comics legacy off of Man of Steel. Yeah, it's so, like all the future, you know, films leading up to the Justice League film are going to be in this new established universe. So which I'm sure, so, not still sure how I feel about that. So it's not going to be old Batman. It's not going to be all that kind of it's stuff. It's probably just going to be a fight in, yeah, between the Batman, two. Batman, 
uh, you know, Batman does his thing and Superman. Because you've you've had it in plenty of 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 their initial first time they meet team ups. Yeah, Superman when, doesn't approve of yeah, like the absolutely. way Batman does things, so he goes in, and then he sort of you know they fight or they challenge each other, and then they kind of discover well you know Do they make out. Yeah, uh, uh, probably out. just in the fanfic. What do you call making out? Version. A tongue. Full butthole sucking. Well, I think just. <laughs> I mean, just that's what happens. Oh well, then Gotham rim out. job. Well, yeah. it's the other way around. I think Metropolis rim job. Yep. I think that's Superman goes slurp out. and out comes Batman's entire lower GI. Out comes Robin. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, I'm so <laughs> sorry, Batman." Oh, yeah, and Robin, Robin just yep. pops out. Well, that, I'm well, so sorry, Batman. That's, that's where he was. I, well, that'll make I don't dark. know my own strength sometimes. <laughs> I treated you like a baby sitting on a fucking uh, whirlpool jet in a hot tub. I'm sorry. Asian keeping Batman a, does not approve. Keeping a full-grown man in your lower GI. Oh, no, that'll you make just you created a meme. It's all bad. There you go. Yeah. Asian Batman does not approve. <laughs> no, it's. I don't know. I don't have any hope for it. But I don't have any hope for DC, so I don't care anymore. I haven't heard anything about Wonder Woman. And for my money, you, you, you can't do Justice League without Wonder Woman. And everybody drops the ball on Wonder Woman anyway, so that's why I think... Yeah, I don't know why they I can't get Wonder Woman to work. I think so far because a lot of the people that... Done, at least for the, like the leading up to the TV show, I yeah. mean... What was that, the guy that, the that, guy that did L.A. Law or whatever his name was? The, the Ali McBeal guy. Yeah, Ali McBeal guy. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, he didn't David have... David Kelly. Res- David Kelly didn't have really respect for the original character much anyway. Yeah. So. Well, there's a lack of respect for women, and the original character, I think, is a very strong woman and yeah. should respect women. While at, at the BDSM same time... BDSM overtones. A, a real, a real well, weird yeah, yeah. BDSM yeah. fetish... Fetishistic, strange thing, well, uh, which is indicative of the time that the character was created. Yeah, but indicative, it's also indicative of the guy of the who yeah, created exactly. her. Exactly. Well, the creator, indicative yeah. of the creator. It was really yeah. weird because her he, weakness he, was bondage, and he yeah, was yeah, cre- yeah. he was create trying to create a character Pro, for yeah, girls, yeah. but then this other aspect came in, which was just bizarre. But yeah. she's become so much more than that. Yeah, and I think and part without of, that, he wouldn't. They wouldn't have had the lasso. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you need the lasso. But that, but that's it. Well, I mean, it's true. Oh yeah, no, that's how it came out. You know, that's. But it just, yeah. I mean, I, my thing, I personally think is she's. Well, I think you see the problem right now in Man of Steel, is the whole idea of someone godlike enough that they're that far removed from humanity. Hollywood just not does not have confidence in being in. You can make a movie about that. You need something that the people can relate to. So you got to give them tons of baggage. And Wonder Woman, really, her thing, I think, her baggage is she comes from Another you know, the, the Amazon island, yeah. the island of the Amazon. The mascara. So it's all about, you know, dealing with the man's world. And it's, well, yeah. it's her mother issues. She has mother issues. Right. You can make it that. There well, you go. Well, who doesn't, really? Well, but, but she really does. <laughs> but they're oh, not, yeah, yeah. They, you know, they, I, I have a feeling, it, you know, they're going to... But that gonna, seems like they're there's gonna plenty go, to work on there. That's plenty, Exactly. And instead, what are they going to do? They're going to do They're going to do wallflower alter ego. She puts on a pair of glass. They'll, they'll rip off She's the She's going to look more of, like the Baroness the wor- by the time it's done. Rip off more from bad Superman and bad Spider-Man than they'll ever get with yeah, uh, just dealing with what you just said, yeah. the stuff that the there is to work with. Yeah. I just wish, I mean, I just, it still amazes me there aren't more female superheroes. It just surprises me. 
I don't know if it it's surprising. True. It's disappointing. It's, it's disappointing. Yeah. It's disappointing. It is disappointing. It's and disappointing. especially since in, in recent years, Comic-Con and others more and more have, women there. have revealed that yeah. women are very much into comics. But it's They're also somewhat surprising it. on a pervert <clears throat> level. You'd yeah. think these perverts would want to make a beautiful woman to look at kick an ass. They you know do, what? and that's the problem. Is <laughs> like they but make, even on that level, but they make a many. certain they make a certain standard of yeah. you know beautiful um, woman kicking ass. And that it's got to be the, the dis- same body type. It's got to be the same type of ass kicking. It's, it's still you know, a limited number of those. Even that, that is one of the disappointing things with the Justice League is that they have all of these female characters that are in there, and you're like, oh, cool. They've got all of these, yeah. you know, female heroes. In the Justice League, and they're there, but when they do the stories, they're relegated to secondary and tertiary, <sighs> you know. So it's like, okay, you've got this person, and they're just kind of along for the ride instead of being something important and meaningful to the storyline. Um, so that's, for me at least, one of the disappointing things is like, it's like you went as far as to create that character or to include that character in, you know, the cartoon, the comics, etc., but not use them in a meaningful way well the one meaningful turn that was done in justice league cartoon was the hawk girl betrayal oh Mm. yeah Yeah. oh yeah that's a really good storyline but it also the 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 double-edged sword of that it's a good interesting storyline but then she's a traitor (laughs) the one one of the most powerful female characters most well written yeah is, is a treacherous yeah. You know, it's weird. Uh, and know, even when she comes back around and, you know, yeah. betrays her people, it's, they still don't trust her. Yeah. It's good, it's good though. It's, I it's mean, good. I think that's one of the things I like about... It's a step in the right direction, but it's not One of the things I like thing. about X-Men is that it is, it's a pretty healthy mix of men and women in yep. that. But it's still really about two or three women. Yeah. Well, it's called there. X-Men for a reason. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not called Y ladies. Well, X men hey. could be like no men. Why like ladies? X the men out. <laughs> Quit asking that's, why. That's my, this is my new original idea. Why ladies? Why there you go. Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Trademark CC. The Wolverina. <laughs> the Wolverina. The Colossus. Uh, who else do we have? We got Wolverina. Ice Colossus, Girl. Ice Girl. Um, what's uh, uh, Cyclopeta? <laughs> Uh, instead of the pro- beast, you have uh, the bitch. The bitch! The bitch, I'm the bitch, I'm a bitch's back. Professor I'm turning Zena. into a dog monster lady. Hey, um, so <laughs> what you were mentioning Magneto. about uh, yes, sir. about Comic-Con and the fandom from females. Yeah. Very interesting point that I was just hearing on uh, He-Man.org's Roast Google Dinner podcast. Shout out to Val Staples and the crew. Um, they were had been doing some creator interviews from the guys who had been in charge of the line when it was running in the early 80s, the Masters of the Universe toy line, and somewhere around 41% of their sales were to females for the action figure line. And that was because, in part, I mean, the girls really love Tila, but they bought the other action figures as well. They bought all the He-Man, Masters of the Universe characters. There is a wide fan base of Masters of the Universe uh, figures for females, in part because of the you know interesting designs and all that kind of thing, but because Tila and Sorceress were two strong female characters every day, every, every week uh, on a cartoon show. You know what I mean? So it was and then here comes really Shira. Cool. So yeah, and, and and but but what's funny is like they were talking about that too. Like these girls aren't necessarily fans of Shira. Really, they were just really fans of the Masters of the Universe line. They were fans of the cool stuff. As soon as you start pandering, let's make something for girls. girls. Yes. You're exactly right. Make something for everyone, and it just happens to be a woman. Exactly right. Exactly right. 
Exactly right. You got yeah. it. Hmm. I yeah. found well, it very interesting. You, it, and, and that's the old standard saw on creating. It's like if you look at, if you're creating this character, well, this is the woman character. Chances are it's going to suck as opposed to if you're creating a complex human character who is a woman. Mm-hmm. Or a man, you know. Mm-hmm. We got stereotypical men. We got stereotypical. Women. Now you're talking stereotypes. Yeah, and and stereotypes are two dimensional. So, and yeah, blah blah blah. Well, yeah, I hear a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff from geek girls on geek girl blogs that when they were kids and they were growing up, they loved a lot of the geek stuff, but they didn't participate, especially like a generation older, because the raw hostility to girls participating in geek stuff was yeah. just too much for them to it's even weird. want to mm-hmm. approach. It's getting easier and easier, but even now you still have the incidents like that one that one video game video gamer competition yeah. where the mm-hmm. girl was on yep. and she just eventually left because the harassment from her own teammates was it's just ridiculous. too fucking much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, so. And that is yeah, they just had the fighting the Evo championship and it's still very much a boys club. It's a, a nice community, but not for girls really yet. Still got a lot of growth to do. Hollywood Reporter now has sources claiming that Batman Superman is just the beginning. According to THR's report, Warner Brothers is tentatively prepping not only a Justice League movie for 2017, but a Flash movie for 2016. No word yet on who might be taking Flash or Justice League, uh, though uh, Man of Steel writer David Goyer did take a crack at a Flash script just a few years back. But if these reports are true, keep in mind Warner Brothers has not confirmed any of this. Uh, we'll get more Superman, a new incarnation of Batman, and our first peek at the Flash on the lead-up to DC Comics' first Super Team movie. All right. So, who do you think, Torgo, is going to be the new Batman? Well, you're asking Torgo, so he's going to say Hugh Laurie. Yeah, Hugh Laurie. Okay. (laughs) Luddite, who do you think is going to be the new Batman? not Lupus. Obviously, Russell Brand. (laughs) Russell Brand, all right. (laughs) Stealing stealing mine. You know what? I got an original idea. Russell Brand. (laughs) (laughs) If they went for like a 60s vibe, he would fucking Yeah, it's another Adam West. He'd fucking kill it. Uh, No, I have no idea. That's true. That's true. He's so funny. Anyway, I know you guys hate him. I think he's fucking hilarious. Go ahead. Dude, I have... basically come to the conclusion that we need to not only can we break down barriers and redefine characters because you know one thing i hate is when they take secondary characters like hey we're going to take so-and-so and and make him hispanic or we're going to take so-and-so and and make her but they never touch the big three right but you know it's like let's make superman gay let's make wonder woman asian or didn't they do that in superman returns yeah oh So, but at, at, I combine that. He was Asian. I combine that idea with the fact that let's just face it, Idris Elba should be every superhero. That's not a bad so idea. So I want Idris Elba that to be Bruce Wayne, Batman, Dude. the Dark Dark Knight. Oh, did you really have to bring race into it, eighties Jeff? That would be incredible. The so man good. is a motherfucking badass. Yeah, no, so there is I'm not saying he's not. Hey, but he's such but a good actor. There isn't a guy He's who, such a good actor. You're right. Yes. Nobody could do it better. Oh, he's Nobody could he's do sweet. it better. He's sweet. Wow, that'd Dude, be incredible. I remember, we had the differences over whether or not an Asgardian should be black, and Elba he totally and changed me. Yep. It's just the guy is... You know, just so and I want him as Galactus too. I want, <laughs> I want him just all of it. Yep. Do it all. No mm-hmm. one else should be doing Hemdall nothing. Hemdall kills the Marvel universe. <laughs> there you go, Punisher. Yeah, Elba's Punisher. Yeah, I got a Woody. Well, 
If you've seen The Wire, Stringer Bell's not far off. He's yeah, got he's right. got some Frank Castle. But anyway, so you know, I, I'm going to be bold, and that's what I'm going to petition for. Nice. All right. Just beat Michael. that, well, how, Mike. Yeah. How do I come up? Elba is everybody. Um, uh, you go for Jessica Elba as Batman. Jessica Alba. <laughs> no, I want. Yeah. Grape soda. We now pause. Is Batman? <laughs> Who? Grape uh, soda is Batman. Oh. No. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Coming after my Idris Elba. <laughs> that you're worse than '80s Jeff. Both of you. Man. He didn't mean. To, he didn't mean it. Oh. Uh. Well, the unintentional uh, racism yeah. is the worst. You're right. <laughs> It's because it's indoctrinated. It's a grape soda. Is that not a grape soda? <laughs> oh, quit! I with love hey, grape hey, soda. Hey, hey, hey. Rush oh, Limbaugh, hey, hey. stop with your excuses. <laughs> it could have been. It could have been a reference to the dreadnoughts. How about that? Hey, it could have been an orange soda. <laughs> God Almighty! We, we, you know, uh, this episode has pretty much made sure we are never going anywhere. This is the highest we'll ever get anywhere. Please, because folks. <laughs> Always if you haven't followed along, you should be drunk. taking a lot yeah, of drinks. Totally drunk. <laughs> Maybe of Kool-Aid. <laughs> oh, wow. No. You mean red flavor? Stop it. Just stop it. So Go anyway, just Mike. Mike. Someone Asian. We need an Asian as a Batman. Oh, you know, don't copy well, my who? original idea. Who? <laughs> this is a whole other original idea. <laughs> this is my original idea. Jet Li? No, Jet Li's too Mini old. Batman? Who do you, who old Mini Batman? Gosh, I don't know. Uh, but that was the other reason I went with Elba is I'm I'm like trying to filter through white actors in my head and I'm I'm not coming up with a lot that yeah, there's you no know of course it's always a surprise. Keaton, remember the shit storm oh, yeah. when Keaton was picked? And he was, he was my good. favorite. And he, he did he might still be my great favorite. job. He's one of my now, favorite Batmans. You know, he might still, he, I, I think, think he's my favorite still. People, people may the have right their time. problems with Bale, but when I first heard Bale announced, I was like, huh? But I still, like, yeah, I still like, like what, what Bale did, the yeah, Empire just, of the Sun kid. So, you yeah. know, the Batman thing has a tradition of you grab a hold of somebody that everyone's like, remember her? And then it turns out all right. But I'm, I'm like, I'm not filtering through any names or faces. You know, the problem is like the big names. I don't like any of those actors. Uh, Sam Worthington, I think, is a horrible oh, actor. Yeah, I guess terrible. So like all the big name actors, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put them to. I my mean, in all honesty, but I'm a huge fan of his. I wouldn't mind seeing like Matt Damon give it a try, hmm. but I don't know if he's a Batman. But I wouldn't mind seeing him give it a try. I, I think it's time for Tom Green to come back into the spotlight. Oh Jesus! Yeah, Tom Green. You know, if you're not gonna, yeah. you're not gonna treat this seriously, Torgo. No. I don't understand why we have these. But discussions. he's right. It could be. It could be one of those things. I think Louis C.K. would be an amazing Batman. In his own way, you're yeah. putting on makeup no. and you're going out robbing a bank. What is wrong with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be great because you because know, comedians. Comedians are born from rage and hate. Mike Loki. And that is what that is what Batman is born There's from. Pain. There's usually rage pain behind comedy. Yeah, and, pain, man. Yeah. And um and, and, and that's Batman's what Batman's all about. Luddite keeping pain. it real. I know, you know. It's true. Paul had it all fanboyed with rage and hate and then Luddite came along and brought the pain. It's pain. It's pain. It's pain. So so you give up, Mike, you surrender? I surrender. I don't uh bitch. Because like it's always it, like you said, it's it's Somebody comes out and you're like, really him? And then they come out and they do a good job or they don't do a good job or, you know, whatever. Uh, well, who Batman has not done a good job? 
Clooney. Clooney. Clooney that comes to mind. Clooney was bad. Yeah. And I really, honestly, but I, because you, honestly, at that no, time, I can't blame Clooney. But for even it. Clooney will tell yeah, you he was I mean, bad. I, at that time in Clooney's career, he was still just uh, a movie star. Yeah, he had he wasn't really acting yet. He was You're he right. was a great movie star, yeah. and, he, and he still is. But he was like, yeah, and this they were is they me. were putting him in everything. I know my lines, and I don't bump into the furniture. You know, it was this, it was the. Uh, and he was doing those movies so he could do things like Good Night, Good Luck, yeah, and all uh, that stuff, Sirianna so, and stuff. I think he would admit that earlier on in his career, he just wasn't a great actor. He's gotten better. I think he's a much sure. better actor than he was sure, at sure, that sure. time. Um, yeah. And I I actually really liked Val Kilmer as Batman. I, I did think too. Val Kilmer was yeah, a great. Movie. I didn't like that movie, but I thought it was it was it was a good Batman. Yeah. Yeah, Val Kilmer is one of those people. Like, I feel weird saying I enjoy his work, but I always enjoy his work. So I guess he's good. Man, you know I, I mean, like, I, but there's something about him that makes me go, I shouldn't say that. It's like a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Like, well, <laughs> I watched Tombstone. I, I watched Tombstone oh, again uh, a oh, couple yeah. months ago with Best, uh, with the uh, wife. Because we the, went on a Deadwood rant. We okay. love Deadwood. He's yeah. the yeah. reason to watch Tombstone. Well, yeah. watch it now, and he becomes even more so. It is so ham-fisted. Oh, oh, yeah, no, it's a t- bad movie oh if my he's not God, in it. It's bad. Yeah. It's kind of bad. <laughs> I mean, I, I remember as a kid being like, yay, because I was a kid. Because there weren't a lot of Westerns out yet no, at that time either. that's so, true. And, and it was, it was like, really violent for the time, yeah, really no, gritty, yeah. and I was like, wow. Look at this grit. Yeah, it's a clunky, this, yeah, not very well made really movie. It's really kind of whack. It's popcorn yeah. western. Oh, boy. But Val yeah, Kilmer. That's my favorite thing. Val Kilmer's like popcorn doing a whole other movie. Val <laughs> yeah, Kilmer's doing like a whole other movie. Totally in a whole other movie. Yeah. It's really interesting. <laughs> he's also really good in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Anybody who's seen that movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really a good uh, movie overall. What about you? Paul, well, yeah, who was are your we skipping decision? over Jeff or Jeff, Paul? Jeff. Do you. Uh, uh, I mean, or were you just putting us on the spot? I'm just going to. I, I don't want anybody to be Batman. Like I don't have a specific person that I want to fill that character role. Yeah. Um, and I and and I will say the reason why is because, you know, whoever you would want, big name or not, to fill that role, they're going to cast who they're going to cast. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> quite frankly, well, well wait, no, I'm, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting more. To, you don't think I'm we have influence the, on the that? point? <laughs> like when they announced Christian Bale as Batman. Mm-hmm. I was Did not you say sold you're on it. To the point? I am getting to the point. Okay. <laughs> I, you know, Look, I was somewhat with, familiar with him, but I still didn't really know him. And then I saw Equilibrium, and I'm like, okay, this guy's going to be a great Batman. Yeah, it was. So it was, you know, whoever they're going to announce, you're going to have that that you know initial knee jerk reaction, like who they cast him? Ugh, why? And then you know something if they will come either at it and respect something the will either and, yeah you'll either you know, see something that the, that person did they do the push ups that sold you on that being uh, a good fit for the character or not so I don't know I just thought of the gentleman who is the star of Safety Not Guaranteed who also has a recurring role on the Mindy Project oh yeah yeah whose name I cannot remember yeah. I could see that. I would like him as Batman. He would definitely have to go through the the old crunches a little bit, but he he could get there and be really interesting. And again, yeah, I could see that. very funny guy, but he's got that twisted dark side. So I, I think we're all missing the the obvious. And oh, here it is, Billy Zane. <laughs> his, his take on the Phantom was absolutely <laughs> stellar. That's another thing. Like, he was the bomb in Phantoms, <laughs> yo. <laughs> Not that Phantom. <laughs> <laughs> that was Affleck. That was Affleck. 
I, I when, when I go to my reference sheet in my brain for like actors, they're all old people. I'm like, no, they're yeah, not too I, old I mean, for it. You know, John Hamm actually just occurred to me. I'm young. like, I, yeah, I could almost see. I, well, a lot of it too is like you just look at him as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. So like, I yeah. liked Clooney Ham as Bruce would be Wayne. A great Bruce Wayne. Yeah. I just don't know if he would be able to. I mean, he's a fantastic actor. I'm sure yeah. he could nail it if he well, wanted he to. Why has no one offered the role to Tyrone Power? <laughs> he is clearly the auteur of our day. Well, actually, you get to it with uh, Ham. You get him to play Bruce Wayne, his cock to play Batman. It's perfect. There you go. <laughs> All right. Have his we cock got is Robin. Is that what you said? No, to play Batman. Wow, no. Oh, I thought you said his cock was Robin. You, 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 you need the taller, stronger right. actor. Boy, wonder. Have we even done the first <laughs> news article here? Uh, we've done the first news article. Could it be the Joker or the Poker? The smoker? The smoker. The pole smoker. Hey, Batsy boy. I'm the poker in your pants. <laughs> Joke's on you. I just busted a nut. You're going to slip and fall on your own seminiferous vial. <laughs> Seminiferous. Yeah. <laughs> Seminiferous. I can't go bottom. anywhere at night without the Joker in my pants spewing goo all over the floor. <laughs> oh, he makes me want to fall off bat ropes all the time. He's bad. He's a bad guy. Oh, I got to fight my whole wiener all the time. Josh Whedon came out at the end of the Marvel I panel. I knew it. At Comic-Con. I knew it. Only to announce, quote, I don't have a lot to say. Oh, he just came out. <laughs> <laughs> Before pointing to the big screen behind the stage as the lights went down, a short teaser unveiled a quick glimpse of a mechanical head, very familiar to Marvel fans, and the name The Avengers Age of Ultron. And the and the extra reveal that people who stayed in Hall H a little bit later yeah. found that that mechanical head is none other than the skull of Elijah Dushku. <laughs> oh Ultron is Elijah Dushku. <laughs> <laughs> Stellar casting. Or Summer Glau. One Summer Glau and Elijah Dushku as oh, Ultron. Those two together. Now, Ultron is the robotic <laughs> being created by Dr. Hank Pym that has tried again and again over the years to wipe out humanity. Uh, most recently in the Brian Michael Bendis run, also titled Age of Ultron, which Whedon says has nothing to do with his. Good. So, I haven't read it. I hate it. <laughs> Paul's reviews. I gave it three don't reads because I didn't read it. <laughs> Prove me wrong. <laughs> Prove me wrong, Internet. This is the number one book I'm not going to read. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, they did mention you don't need Ant-Man to make Ultron. That's true. You need Giant Man. Actually, he, he his comment was you don't need Hank Pym. Nah, so man. so he was he was distancing uh the Age of Ultron Avengers movie from Ant-Man. Yeah. And he's so it's going to be Jarvis. A lot of people are already actually uh, throwing it's that out there. going to be that one robot hand that like was constantly punished through the movies. Oh, that'd be <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, arm, that arm's revenge. Yeah, the arm gets revenge on And on he uh, does rescue it at the end of Iron Man uh, 3. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there you go with uh, Vin Diesel being Vision, because they'll probably have a Vision in an yeah. Ultron movie. Because isn't some of Ultron's body initially prototype Vision android bodies in certain storylines? Huh? <laughs> uh, right. That, that might be after I've stopped reading. Oh. I don't know. 
was no vision was um, vision was the the original human torch yeah for a while until mm-hmm. yeah. they changed that up i want to say an ultimate yeah, what's man that's or was weird. it was like that a recent version of uh, vision he was an ultron body right I yeah, remember I that storyline not like too long ago. It was animated or from the Ultimates or where yeah, it was at. But, I remember yeah. that storyline not too long ago. Vision had a key role in being the Ultron body. The first monster that was seen in the new com, uh, Comic-Con trailer for next year's Godzilla reboot was not the big green guy. Instead, it was some kind of giant crab-like creature that is laying waste <laughs> to an airport. Terminals are smashed. Jets explode before Godzilla's massive leg comes into view and literally puts his foot down. In one quick final shot, we see the immense bulk of Godzilla rise up behind the creature, easily eclipsing it and bellowing that iconic roar. So we're never gonna got, make it through they, the news. They got all they got all that footage live from a close-up shot of Tara Reed's vagina. Ah. <laughs> the crab-like monster, the gross foot, was actually her finger applying a salve. Really? <laughs> yep. God. That's what had you about to die from from you laughter didn't, over you there. Didn't pick that up. Here I am. I immediately I'm, was like, really? Because I thought, yeah. I thought Paul was going to go off on a, a New York joke. Scott Crabs. Uh, that, yeah, that's where I thought he would go. But <laughs> New York got crabs, yo. Godzilla, got, get rid Tokyo, of Tokyo for Christ's sakes, isn't it? Dude, America's knows, making it. Godzilla. Oh, boo. Oh, boo his. Oh, I don't know. It probably, it's probably he goes along the Pacific Rim. Oh boy. Delicious rim juice. I thought they were going to show Oh, God. <laughs> Did I ever tell you guys about my idea for Godzilla show? Is it original? original? <laughs> it was original. This is the idea I always wanted for the Godzilla show. This is my a set of uh, SNL-style sketches. Oh. Well, it was kind of based on the cartoon, because we always thought that cartoon was so dumb. But it's funny. But <laughs> it be like... Uh, people just looking for their keys or something, and then all of a sudden, bash, crunch right through the roof. Yes, yes, I remember this. Tell you that story. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) just just demolishes half the house, and then like finds the keys and puts them on a pillow next to where the guy was looking. He turns around, picks him up, and sees him. Is like, oh, they were right here with it, and then he turns around. His house is fucking gone, and he goes. Godzilla, <laughs> shit like that. You know, just like like he helps. He's he's helpful, but he destroys the fuck out of things in his helpful process. When you're I like that it. big, kind of you can't help. Yeah, that's just it. But I mean, that's kind of the whole storyline. He always fucks so much shit yeah. up. Well, it's like, oh, thank God, Godzilla, you kill a whole infrastructure, but everything fine now. Hey, you realize that they just stole your idea because he destroys the airport, stomping the crap. Yeah. No, yeah. They stole your idea. They stole my original he, idea. He, he's helping, but he's destroying while he helps. Well, that's just how he is, yeah. But I think it, it could be really funny, like, just all those kind of little minutiae things. And, like, <laughs> best intentions. Yeah. Where's my, where's my glasses? Where's my keys? Stuff like that. And just poof, crash, man. Where are the condoms? Where did I park the car? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was right here. Oh, look, there it is. Godzilla. Thank you, Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> he screams and per- pierces everybody's ears. And they're bleeding from the ears. And what? What? I can't hear you, Godzilla. Another original idea. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like the next Spider-Man flick is going to be even more packed full of villains than we thought. Great! Woo-hoo! Recipe for shit. 
Last time actress Felicity Jones' name came up is because she'd all but completely confirmed that she'd be playing Black Cat in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Another Felicity. Uh, this time she's confirmed the appearance of yet another well-known character, the Green Goblin. Once again, while promoting her indie film Breathe In, Jones dropped a bond, seemingly not realizing what she'd done, saying, It's all quite shrouded in secrecy, but I'm the Goblin's girlfriend. I'm in a relationship <laughs> with him and his accomplice. I'm on the dark side. Dum da dum dum dum. Well, well, she's the black cat, not the genius cat. Uh, <laughs> well, that's funny. That's um, like C. Thomas Howell when he was talking about the other, the, the first of uh, the this run of Spider-Man, revealing the villain when he's like, "Yeah, I'm a guy on a bridge who sees Spider-Man rescue his kid from the lizard." <laughs> nice. <laughs> he's the one that blew that. But who even cares? You know what? With this happening, I'm beginning to wonder: Is this all you know? Well, Stunt? Uh, yeah, because last year there's a lot of that going did on. The whole uh, what was it? Charlie X? No, it wasn't Charlie X. Who yeah. Did, who, who did? Uh, they were saying it was like all the. Yeah, there was lots of. Uh, who did he say cover was playing? So I'm wondering if this is just another red herring. It's um, very, very possible. And and yeah, and and Green Goblin Felicia. does not fit into the Sinister Six plotline. No, and it doesn't. And I and I mm. at least not. Most incarnations I'm familiar with. Yeah. It Maybe, does change up a little but bit. But who is that at the end of The Amazing Spider-Man? I'm, I'm definitely feeling that that's like a, an Osborne type of thing. Oh, wait. Well, what happened? happened yeah. I don't even remember. Right. When you know, there when was a, a definite Osborne reference. Yeah. No, it, it definitely Goblin? had the feel of a Green Goblin Yeah, yeah. yeah. Talking, uh, to the li- talking to Connors in the prison cell. What did he say? Oh, I don't know. Did you tell ago. the boy about his father? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, that, that his dad's Darth Vader? Uh-huh. It definitely had a similar feel yeah. Yeah. to yeah, that whole Green Goblin thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Craven. I hate I But you, you got a good Craven. point. Did you tell the boy about his father? <laughs> Did you tell Craven's him? He's Russian. No, he's not. He's Australian. No, he's Russian. He's Australian. He's Russian. Your mother's Australian. <laughs> to Craven, the internet. Craven's he, from that Australia. That your Australian Dude, accent. <laughs> he is a big game hunter who wears ballet shoes. So does it really matter where he's from? He's not. <laughs> ballet <laughs> shoes. He's from Russia. Oh, yeah. Okay, check it out there, Fulio. Prove me wrong. And while you're looking, Russia. here's some more news from Sci-Fi Channel. Thank you. From Australia. Uh, Sci-Fi Channel is adapting Terry Gilliam's 1995 feature 12 Monkeys into a TV stop. show. Oh, Too late. Stop. Can't Why? stop now. You, that's, that's, one of the, that's a fucking genius piece of work. <laughs> yeah, the movie you leave the movie. fuck alone. Well, then we're going to get 13 episodes of Genius. What, 12. The movie starred Bruce 12. Willis as James Cole, a convicted criminal in a post-apocalyptic future where the Earth's population is forced to live underground after a deadly virus. There, and and then a, he joins up with three warriors, heartless and brainless <laughs> and... Fartless. Uh, feature film producers Chuck Roven and Richard Suckle of Atlas Entertainment. Suckle. <laughs> Atlas Entertainment. <laughs> I suckle at the teeth of original ideas. Mm-hmm. Mm, fresh new ideas. Oh, so much Where's he from? from other What's people's it say? Genius. All right, here comes a lot of bullshit. Oh, Wikipedia, right. <laughs> Craven's real name is Sergey Kravenoff. Yeah. He's a Russian immigrant. Immigrant! To. Australia. He fled to the United Russia. States with his family in 1917 after the Russian nobility was decimated in the February Revolution and subsequent collapse of the reign of Tsar Nicholas II. 
Craven is a maniacal big game hunter who seeks to defeat Spider-Man to prove he's the greatest hunter in the world. Unlike other hunters, he moved to Australia to improve his hunting. He lived That's, in Australia and decided nope. to change his nationality nope. to Australian. He is completely <laughs> off track. Here. <laughs> he married an Australian woman. <laughs> <laughs> he married an Australian woman My to get a green card. <laughs> I, I love that Jeff is proofreading it. I was reading along. It's on yeah. a work visa for like three years, and then it got complicated, so he had to marry a woman. It was a marriage of convenience. So that, that, line, that line, person. unlike many hunters, I was like, what the? That's, in the, line. that's the first as part we of all it. Know, that's you, the first part of it, unlike many hunters. As we all know, if you live in Australia for more than five years, you automatically acquire the accent. Unlike many hunters, Craven lived in Australia and became an Australian. <laughs> Forget that whole Russian part. <laughs> that was just some stuff. Oh, <laughs> 12 Monkeys, the TV show, is a horrible idea. Yay! Thank you, Michael. You are right. Um, yeah, which was submitted, uh, which is being eyed as a 90-minute backdoor pilot. I'm sorry? That <laughs> You're going to suckle my back door? <laughs> what are these monkeys doing? <laughs> 12 <laughs> times. Eeg. To a straight-to-series order in a That's fashion a similar to sci-fi's Battlestar Galactica. Straight to rash is what that is. Eek. Uh, Terry Metalis and Travis Flickett will pen the scripts with 24's John Cassar aboard. Shame uh, on Metalis anyone and for Fickett. doing that. Uh, actually, I personally know Terry Metalis. Yeah. He gave me my job on uh, on Roswell. Good guy. D- does, <laughs> did he... Uh, does he know... Um, he was the... Uh, Terry he, Gilliam? He, Is no. Terry Gilliam getting any money but, out of this? But they both have the here, first name Terry. Yes, true. This, this I can tell you about Terry Metalis. He was the uh, personal assistant for many years Brandon to Brogger, Brandon Braga. Right? Yeah. I gotta assume it uh, all makes sense. <laughs> I gotta assume Terry Gilliam's somehow making some kind of money off of that. I don't know. He's got a lot of artistic integrity. I don't know because he doesn't he own a Universal. Does yeah. I don't so think he makes Universal. That much. Oh, we'll Universal owns all the rights yeah. to it. Nah. Yeah. It's. It's. I think it's probably a Watchman Alan Moore situation. Oh, I guess it's like. Uh, yeah. When he was uh, mm-hmm. lost in La Mancha, he couldn't get the rights for his own movie that exactly. wasn't even finished. Right. Right. See. Right. Yeah. Right. Twelve Monkeys is a story. I love that. That movie. can only be told in its story. It, the, no, it's the more outside it's like, you go, the more outside of the world you are. It's one of the few time just... travel movies that almost works. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It's not not big, uh, you know, semi-truck-sized holes in those plot lines. No, because he kept it's it feasible. relatively simple. It did. The time travel aspects of yeah, it. Yeah, and, it's, and, and it, makes, it makes sense. The universe makes sense and yeah. works. It's cl- it's very clean for how messy it appears. Uh-huh. It's a very clean story and, and movie. It's super sad and super touching. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be one of these situations like the Midichlorians, where it's just the more you try to tell, the less of the story. And also, the, less the story will have weight. Yeah. One well, of the things I love about Twelve Monkeys is it was one of the first movies I really got to know David Morrison as the bad guy who ends up spreading the whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he has that small role in it, and I was like, "Who's that guy?" Yeah. And then he just kept popping up and everything. Yep. He's very good. Yeah. They're all really good, though. Yeah, it's a great cast. It's a re- mm-hmm. Well, I'm a Terry Gilliam fan, so. Yeah, me too. In a crossover episode titled The Simpsons Guy. Uh, I heard about this. Homer and Company will be featured in an episode of Family Guy. Simpsons cast members, uh, uh, Dan Castellet- Castellaneta, 
Uh, Julie Kavner, Nancy Cartwright, Yearly Smith, and Hank Azaria will lend their voices to the installment in which Peter and the rest of the Griffins embark on a road trip and wind up in Springfield. There they cross paths with Homer, who graciously greets them with their new albino visitors, and two <laughs> families fast become friends. While the two animated Fox comedies, where they're both uh, uh, they're both on the air Saturday night, they've taken shots at each other over the years. The rivalry has grown friendlier more recently. And... Uh, yeah, so in the episode, expecting the air fall of 2014. So Family Guy's going to Simpsons. Are the Simpsons going to go to Family Guy? Well, the Simpsons are going to be on an episode of Family Guy in which Family Guy goes to Springfield. Yeah. Okay. So Family Guy won't isn't going to be is on Simpsons. Is this going to be a big hour-long episode? That'd be interesting. So, yeah. So it this might is kind of like it, when the Flintstones and the Jetsons did there. It might be a 90-minute one. Be a 90 minute one, actually. Yeah, it no, might be a, I don't have any word on how long one. it'll be. I can't say I'm like, woo, It's going to be a mini-series. It'll be fine. It'll be fun. It'll be whatever. I, I, you know, I love both those series. Yeah. Simpsons. Like I say, I'm more of a, an American Dad guy than Family oh, Guy. American Dad is really great. <laughs> oh, I'm sure Roger will pop up. <laughs> uh, MechWarrior Online is honoring a five-year-old player who died of brain cancer in May by selling a special mech. Jesus, man. Why don't you fucking bring us down? And there you go. This is here. Every, every oh. episode, I got something to bring you down. With the proceeds going yes. completely to charity. Earlier this year, five-year-old Sarah Marie Alida Perez of uh, Vancouver, who was a big fan of MechWarrior, played the game with her dad, John, died, with, uh, died from complications with inoperable brain cancer. After her passing, fans within the MWO community asked that a special hero mech be created to honor her to be sold for charity. Piranha Games listened, and the community and created Sarah's Jenner, which it unveiled uh, in its... Now that mech is available for $10, all of which will go to the Canadian Cancer Society. Uh, Sarah's Jenner will be available until August 10th. The mech can't be purchased with C-bills, cannot be resold. It comes bundled with its own exclusive mech bay for storage. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, That's nice. That's pretty neat. And Finland has made history as being the first country Finland, to present Finland, Finland. a copyright law to lawmakers so that was crafted be. by citizens. Mm. Last year, Finland passed a law changing its constitution to allow its citizens to propose legislation if they obtained 50,000 signatures. The new bill is called the Common Sense in Copyright Act. Mm. Uh, Provisions include reducing penalties for copyright infringement, increasing fair use, banning unfair clauses in recording contracts, allowing exceptions for people to make copies of items they already own for backup purposes, and decriminalizing file sharing. The last entry was inspired in part by an incident last year where police raided the residence of a nine-year-old girl and confiscated her Winnie the Pooh laptop after an allegation of file sharing. Yeah, I remember that. Now that goal of 50,000 votes has been reached, the copyright, copyright law proposal will be put to vote in the Finnish parliament. This is likely to take place early next year. Open Ministry, the organization that helps coordinate these kinds of public proposals, says that this is the first copyright law not drafted by lobbyists. Quote, members of parliament are quite open about the fact that copyright laws are handed down to them by international lobbyists. If we do not push back, they will keep rubber stamping harsh legislation and infringing on consumer rights, says Eunice Pekinanen, chairman of Open Ministry. Good. That sounds great. Sounds like a great idea. Sounds like a reasonable usage law. Yeah. yeah, The sensible law, whatever. Yeah, common sense law, yeah. Uh, Is Finland... Have the uh, the pirate party is one of the is that one of the countries that the pirate party exists Might be. in? There's actually yeah. a, a party somewhere yeah. over in Europe that in yeah northern that, Europe that's got that the, advocates for for pirates for for 
um, data pirates yeah. and whatnot. Oh, I see what you're saying. They're not. <coughs> uh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> you know that Godzilla. makes me think. Godzilla. Godzilla. I'm all out of toilet paper. What am I gonna do? <laughs> Crash! Fuck! Bang! Oh, here's. Oh, thanks, Godzilla. I was afraid I was gonna be stuck on this commode all day. What will we do? Hey, wait. You? Where's Where's, where's my the commode? House? <laughs> commode. Oh no. Oh well. Oh, there's a lot of shit under me. According to an MCV report, even the most recognizable and popular titles on the Android-based $99 Ouya platform have yet to make more than $50,000 on their games. One of the most popular games on the system right now, that's Matt Thorson's Towerfall, has barely cracked the $30,000 mark. <laughs> speaking, to Edge, uh, speaking to Edge, Thorson says that he has sold a right around 2,000 copies of this popular game at $15 a pop. How many of them are out? How many of those systems are out there? I don't know, really. See, that makes a difference. Mm-hmm. And that puts the sales right around 30000 Another popular game, Nimble Quest, has moved a lot more copies of the game. The free version has been downloaded 6,508 times. But the full version of the game has only been sold 122 times for a total profit of $427. Oof. Uh, finally, the twin stick uh, shooter Red has sold just below 400 copies. Uh, our false Thorson is upbeat about the numbers, noting that at the very least, being on the Ouya has helped him help his game got, get a lot of attention. So, yeah, Ouya is struggling right now. It's struggling, but they're. Well, I just read that they. Uh They've set us. They've gathered up a million dollars for uh, exclusive exclusivity rights and whatnot to right to but, get but more it, game developers. Sure. Some more original ideas. Yeah, that that's part of it. And, Asian and Batman. part of it was great. That Asian Batman or Batman made of cake. They're talking that all games would be you know free, but that means that every game has a demo. I don't know basically. what just happened there. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like my rights have been violated. <laughs> I would like to call. Give it a few more minutes. Your rights will really be violated. To get some common sense law <laughs> regulating. You're going to get some common S E N T S. Essence. Yeah. Godzilla. Out- Very like common activity. essence. Yeah. That's one of Paul's most Talk original ideas right there. <laughs> Talk about Pretty recognizable much. roar. Trademark. Uh, I farted everybody. <laughs> Listening audience. And according uh, to him, we all had to pay him a nickel every I time we fart now. Because he's trademarked it. <laughs> I'm the Gene Simmons of farting. <laughs> but on the bright side, nobody has to take a drink. <laughs> Kevin Spacey just landed a Emmy nomination for Best Actor for his work in the Netflix original series House of Cards. It's the first of 14 Emmy nominations for a Netflix show. Spacey's Emmy nod, along with eight more for House of Cards, three for Rested Development, and two for Hemlock Grove, marks, oh, the Hemlock official, Grove. marks the official recognition that streaming original content has arrived. Hemlock Grove. Give me a break. I'm just impressed that the Emmy is recognizing it. I'm just impressed that the Emmy... Well, Emmy is doing itself no favors. Well, you're, you're, hard, you're, you're caught on the, the Hemlock Grove part of it, those two. And then I think the nominations are like best theme song and best makeup. Fine. So, all right. It's, it's not like... Well, yeah, and House of Cards, I got through it hard, hard to watch. Oh, I, I ate it all in one day. I thought hard it was to fantastic. Watch. That's but, another one oh. I can't quite... I it's yeah. good. Now, hard to watch in that it's so painful. It is. It, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a dark little it's show. It's really well done. It's just depressing. Sure. That's all. Yeah. Oh, I think it's. I think it's. Yeah, you don't really connect to. Really well done. I think Kevin Spacey is brilliant in it, but Jesus, it's. There's nobody to root for. Mm -mm. Nobody to root. You're not pulling for any of these motherfuckers. 
yeah, but it's even it's super gross. It's super gross. And Netflix plans to produce full-length documentaries and comedy shows for its streaming customers. A quote, Netflix has become a big destination for fans of these much-loved and often undistributed, under-distributed genres. Yep, that's true. I've I watch a lot, lot, of lot documentaries. more documentaries on Netflix. Yep. Stand-up specials are already an established hit on the service with live performances from comedy stars like Louis C.K., Rob Delaney, and others for on-demand streaming. Uh, these are pre-recorded specials that have more often or not been debuted elsewhere. However... And a Netflix letter suggests that it wants to produce original content that would be exclusive available to describers. So that's how, I guess, one way to combat all the stuff they're losing. Yeah, and, and you know, they've got a good strong foothold. If mm-hmm. they don't really make any crazy more missteps, I think they can get to the point where the studios will come back to them as the premium streaming yeah. service. Yeah. Well, not only that, but if a lot of these streaming services, I can't imagine is going to be super successful. Especially exactly. every. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. You spread it out that far. Like right now, uh, Netflix and Hulu have the lion's share of the market. There's one or two others that are out there, but these are the two real big ones, the big players. And Hulu, its success is in that it gets very recent day after TV shows. But its uh, Achilles heel is the ridiculous amount of advertisement that is still on that thing. Yeah. Right. I'm paying for a premium service and still getting ads out the even wazoo. The, even the Hulu Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Even I mean, Hulu Plus. Netflix. There's not yeah. a single ad. On I that love thing. Netflix. That's for what that. I love about Netflix. Love it. Yeah. And uh, and so I think even ultimately it's going to switch around. I mean, uh, the closest you get to an ad is the suggestions, where it's like popular on Facebook. Yeah, popular. But that's not even the top three are all original but, Netflix <laughs> entertainment. Yeah, no, Hulu, but is, that's fine. Hulu you know? is covered in advertisement. Yeah. as far as commercials inside the the, yeah, the shows. Stuff, yeah, that I remember it's watching, like watching one TV. Thing. It's like in a in a, but it can be rather abrupt too. It's not yeah. even yeah, like it's not a like normal. Yeah, it's, it's not, not a normal spot. No, it's like yeah, halfway it's, through. It's yeah. not necessarily a commercial break. Yeah. Yeah. And Deadline has reported that American Dad will move to TBS in 2014. Well, really? the 10th season of the animated sitcom, which uh, starts airing on Fox September 29th, was expected to be its last. TBS has offered the show a stay of execution, ordering a 15-episode 11th season for the following year. The move offers the promise of at least one season of the show unburdened by the schedule shuffling Fox has lately foisted upon it. That's resulted in a backlog of unaired episodes and forced the writers to avoid penning episodes on time-sensitive topics. Plus, of course, they won't have the same standards to deal with going to uh, extended right. cable. So Good. So good, good, good. Yeah, yeah, it's the, only a positive for that show. What the fuck is wrong with Fox, man? That 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 Fox sentence, that sentence has been aired for the last ten years. Yeah, huh? That sentence has been, uh, been Fox is its aired own for the worst enemy. Years. Well, part of it is they the uh, the it's NFL, and so and then they put their popular shows on Sunday, and then the NFL shows up, and then it gets the schedules all fucked up. It's true, and you know, and yeah. then, and NFL is making them a shitload of money. So it you really can't blame is. them. I mean, that's that's got to be half their money they make probably all year is NFL. But don't they? Look at the cornerstone of their entire network, The Simpsons. Yeah. But why don't you put it on animated a Thursday series? Or a it's run nearly or... twenty-five years. Yeah, and there and and the resurgence of Family Guy and the successful run of American Dad. Why would you ever shuffle off those properties? But I guess they don't. I don't know. That's money. The dummies. They don't give a fuck. Okay, well, great. The, the word was that that was going to be a canceled show. That is so, hilarious. Yeah, that is insane to me. Insane. 
Well, fine. Fuck them. Yeah. It is one of the uh, more popular uh, syndicated programs on TBS right now, American Dad. So it yeah. doesn't surprise me that they would at oh, least. Oh, it runs make all the time on there. Well, I barely ever That's see a, get. Uh, a new show. I always see reruns. Mm-hmm. I haven't. Honestly, I've been trying to keep up with it on, you know, either on demand or recording it. But, I mean, quite frankly, Fox. I don't know if it's Fox. I don't the know crazy if it's, scheduling, yeah. if it's um, you know, uh, McFarlane's production company or what. But I mean, I you know, you'll get like one new episode, and then like three weeks of repeats, yeah. and then you'll get like another new episode, and then three or four episodes of repeats. And I know it's harder for us on the West Coast because yeah. what would be normal time, like when the when football on when football season, when the football game ends, the late afternoon game ends. They still have, you know, time to put in the normal Sunday night schedule. Whereas on the East Coast, they don't have time. It's it's too late, and they typically run like local news, and then yep. it's on to whatever their the normal overnight reruns and stuff is. So, yeah. and plus they would have to go up against Sunday night football, which is still the number one rated yeah. Sunday evening show. So I know a lot of times during football season, they don't. A lot of the networks do not try to run competing. Yep, and I don't know if that's a com- you know competition clause they have with the NFL with other networks that also carry NFL packages or not. I don't know, but but it, like I, we were just saying, I mean, why don't you just put those shows on Thursday nights on Fox or Wednesday night, and then you never have that issue. You know what I mean? It's just weird. Yeah, but like you were saying, Fox has been shooting themselves in the foot since they started. Really? Fox, yeah. Fox They've, just doesn't know what to do. They just when do it, it differently. You know, when they've got something <laughs> they that's popular, good, they, they just, don't know what to do with it, and then they typically so brash. ruin it. So the girl that's too hot. They, fox. <laughs> yeah. they schedule it all over the place. I mean, yeah. even uh, some of the shows that we watch right now that have been popular for 10 years, and we're like, Torgo and I watch uh, Hell's Kitchen a lot, and it was always on Tuesdays. And then we had like this really extended off-season period where they didn't have it on, and we knew that they had at least one whole season's worth of episodes in the can, like ready to go, and then all of a sudden it just starts up, and then, you know, then they suddenly move it to Thursday nights. It's like, that's that's just what Fox does. They have a popular show. They have it in a set time frame or in time slot right, that when you get that used does to them. It and yeah. With well, it. and 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 that's something that they just you would think twenty plus years of being in the business they would figure out. Oh, when we move things, it confuses people, and they don't know. Instead of this whole notion that. Oh well, we'll move well, it to here, and, we'll, the and the whole audience will go with it. Yeah, ah, it's just it's frustrating. Uh, Deadline's reporting that Fox is adding a new show to their lineup with Batman made of cake. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, guess your, your idea, idea wasn't so original, I, Paul. No, it was. Mine was Batman made of cake with pudding in the mix. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not that. It's definitely not that. I know. Your What's your all new original idea? Write to Batman us comments at uglycouchshow.com. And of course, uh, you know, Ugly Couch Show itself. It's a good show. Here. Yes, uh, yes please. I just uh, fixed it. Like so. us on Facebook. Subscribe to us on iTunes. And if you enjoy the show, do us a favor. Send out a link on your iTunes once or on your uh, Facebook once in a while. Uh, post up something or send us a message on our Facebook. We appreciate all the little uh, correspondence we get from our fans. Thank you all so much for listening and continuing to listen. Keep spreading the word. 
We'll keep doing our goofy bullshit. And a quick shout out to Michael Johnson for sending us all the interesting links to use for the show. That's mm-hmm. uh, that, that helps me put a show together. So thanks, man. Good stuff. Superman made a fondant. <laughs> now stop it. <laughs> Just quit. This is okay. Superman made a font. God, he's right. It's better. <laughs> <laughs> and until next week, I am Master Torgo. I'm so I'm. I used to be Batman made of cake. Now I don't know what I am. 80s Jeff. I'm Commander ba- K. I'm Batman made of tears. <laughs> Just Michael. It's Captain Luddite. Yeah, we'll talk to you next week. Also I'm known as Superman made of fondant. Batman made of tears. <laughs> what about Superman made out of cupcakes? Covered in fondant, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like one uniform design, and then underneath it breaks down into small cupcakes that everyone can share. It's party. like a cupcake lasagna. It's a little too tough. I, I like uh, icing. But over that's fondant. the whole thing. Of course, it's tough. It's, it's Superman. It's super strong. It's really strong. He's fr- he was smart to do it with fondant. It made him stronger. <laughs> Batman made him cake is not tough enough. <laughs> Your pudding cake is too weak for my fondant. Oh my god! Oh. What if if uh, Batman Man of Cake uses uh, kryptonite sprinkles against Batman or uh, against Superman? If he Man covers himself fondant. in kryptonite sprinkles, well, he might beat fondant Superman in the short term, but long term he's gonna get cake cancer. <laughs> this preview of Zack Snyder's Batman versus Superman <laughs> brought to you by the. Other I guy. want you to feel it. I want you to know this is the icing that beat you. <laughs> These sprinkles. <laughs> 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 <laughs>